This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel Comic Pop. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. Hey. No warning. Well, I've given you plenty of warning. No, you plenty didn't. of time. There is you know no warning. The show goes. There is no warning. You know how the show you, goes. You've been clicking around for like a half an hour mm-hmm. over here, and then like one click, and you're like, oh, we're live. Uh huh. Oh, we're live. Yeah. Well, we are live. Welcome to this show. This is where we talk about the latest comics, recap them, review them, let you know what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for books that are coming out this week we think you should pick up. Uh, obviously, we changed our formats a little bit. Yeah, I keep seeing your hand on my side. Oh, yeah, it's I'll like try you're to, attacking me. I'll try to keep it keep it back. Uh, but yeah, so uh, this show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching live, you can always help us out by using the Super Chats. Make a question or comment. Write it down. Put it in the Super Chats. And the proceeds go into the infrastructure that allows us to try things like this. Uh, it, this may be the way it goes. This may be the last time you'll ever see it again. So it's it's chase. It's rare. I didn't even know this was happening. No, you didn't. I saw your tweet. You're like, new format. I'm like, new format? That's right. D- did I not study for something? Well, I was thinking about the the microphone setup, and I liked the idea of like actually being like a show. Right. I thought about actually introducing a third camera. I'm like, that eh, two's enough. We have enough cameras. Might be, might, we should be limited to one or less. I don't like having my own camera. Uh, I do. I like it. But uh, yeah, so uh, we're going to jump into them. But before we do, I wanted to address uh, Mr. Brian Rollins, who says, I can't watch live, but thanks for all the great comic talk, um, interviews, and everything else you do. An amazing job. Thank you very much, Brian. Thank you for your super chat. We really appreciate it, man. And thank you very much for uh, for watching and for shouting out the uh, interviews. Those are those are a lot of fun. They're a source of pride for me, yeah. uh, despite the fact that the comic book going audience is just, just plain not interested. Just plumb not down. Uh, but if you are down, you should check out the most le- recent episode of Elseworlds Exchange where we had Joshua Williamson and Chip Zdarsky interview each other, yeah. and I got to sit there and watch. It was a lot of fun. You chatted. There I was did. Chat. There's a great quote in there from me uh, that somebody isolated in the in in the comments. Look for it. You'll find it. Is it is it is it at Chip? Yes. Okay, I know. Yes, what you're it's about. it's specifically at, I, at Chip. I know what you're talking. About. I know I'm, you do. I'm in the know. Yes. Well, yeah. Anyway, so. Uh, Let's come. Let's jump into the the, the latest books we've read okay. and that we uh, want to talk about. Tiffany, yeah. you want to take it away? Yeah. Even though really you should be talking about. I this. should be, but like I didn't. I only read a couple of pages, and I was like, it, I, I, you know what? I will preface it by saying, R.I.P. the Alien franchise for Dark Horse. This may in fact be the last one. Right. And yeah. I don't even know if it's gonna finish. I gotta tell you, if if not that they'll do this, but if Disney Marvel had any kind of like brain in them, just mm-hmm. let Dark Horse keep publishing them because <laughs> it's like. They do a good job, but it's also not in line with the type of books you normally put out. I don't, so, I don't know what Marvel's going to do. I, I mean, like, know. they're obviously going to put them in the universe, which, like... Right, alongside, like, the brood and... Uh... Well, I'm okay. I would I would actually be okay if, because Marvel's, like, never going to let them go. Yeah. If they were like, okay, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, the xenomorphs infect the brood, kill them, and right. they're all dead, and we're now just gonna use the xenomorphs like we all wanted to when we invented the brood in the first place. Right. Right. That's, I mean, like, I, I don't know if I like that idea. The brood have become the kind of their own thing, to mm-hmm. the point where there's literally a member of the brood in the X-Men. I mean, not right now, yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. he's in charge of the brood, but, you know, they, they become their own thing. Right. And they look, they look at least 25% more distinct from right. the, from your average xenomorph. But yeah, to, uh, jump into it. This is the, the, the last the last gasp this is, of the Dark Horse Alien franchise. So I apologize. You're going to have to see this a lot, folks. My, my phone up. But that's how I, I remember things. Um, the, the story is by Dan O'Bannon. Um, the, adapted, the adapted script is by Cristiano 
Seisas? Seisas? Sure, that sounds good. Um, and art by Giharam. Oh, yeah. Uh, Balbi. The art's cool looking, right? Um, I will say, let's just talk about the general feel of this book. Please, oh, wait, wait. What is this? This book is taking the original screenplay for Alien and adapting it into a comic. That's bold because Alien is one of those rare, perfect films. Right. Where it's like, I wouldn't change a damn thing about it. Yeah, but it also seems to be almost like an earlier version of it Mm -hmm. before, like, maybe, like, I'm guessing it's possibly like an original, like, Ridley Scott, like, story. Right. Because, like, the names are all different. Mm -hmm. Um, There are clearly elements of the movie that you know in this yes but a lot of things are different now it is an ad- an adapted version of the story and right. i'm sure the the script person for this made some changes here and there naturally um certainly with some of the like gender of the characters yes but like gender in alien has never really mattered mattered no like the original script was written where anybody could have been anything didn't really didn't care like they didn't care yeah i didn't know this until we were talking about it but apparently in the original draft for alien it says like you know parker you know lambert anyone can be anything it doesn't matter yeah male or female doesn't matter right and, and and in fact i've heard a number of times that ripley was originally written to be a man I would argue that it would. I, I prefer the former, where mm-hmm. it's actually that Ripley could have been man or woman doesn't matter. Right. And right, they were right, like, right. well, we just like Sigourney, so we're gonna go female. Yeah, yeah. That said, I um I read this for even though I'm the one that um recommended this yes. last time. Um, I read this thinking it was Alien Three because they've also done that. Dark Horse did have a adapted screenplay of the original Alien Three, and really quick shout out, apparently. There's an Audible adaptation of that. Yeah. On Audible. Right. By the way, hey, Amazon, I will shill for that. I want to shill for the Alien 3 Audible because they got Lance Hendrickson and Michael Bean to which play is, their respective which parts. Which is awesome. Now, so reading this, I was like, wow, this is drastically different. When are we going to get into the people I know? Right, because you thought it was Alien 3. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Because like, I'm like, this just reminds me of Alien. Right. So yeah. Alien 3 was just Alien again with it, new people? Right, because it was. Um... A couple of key differences here. Um, they there was a, like definitely more of a these people made a lot of money. Like this crew yes. made bank, and they're going back to Earth to get that bank, and then go on to lead their lives now all the richer. Right, and they're it. not going to do this job anymore. Unlike the original crew, which should seem more sp- as, right. they, as they called space truckers. They, yeah. they, this is just their job. No, no, this is like they went out, they did a job, and they like struck it rich, and now like what like. They're kind of also crafting a little more backstory for this world. Mm. Um, and again, I know some folk are noticing that, like, I'm looking... When I look at Sal, I'm actually looking away from Sal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Sal's, Sal's, Sal's over here. I am. For I'm... me. So we'll, we'll, just, we'll have to flop these at some point. Yeah. Like, I'll be on the left. Oh, okay. That's how it would work. That way we'll be looking at each other. Oh, when... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The problem is the cable. No, no, I meant just flip the windows. Oh. You just put my window on the left. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Um... You could transition over to the thing first. Exactly. Or whatever. Uh, anyway, um, but in this, like, one of the mentions that, like, they're going to go back and they're like, do you know if you have enough money, you can have, like, you can be a cattle rancher? <laughs> and I'm like, what? And yes. they're like, they're just like real cows. I'm it's like, like, what? What are you talking about? What's a cattle? Like, what? Like, what happened to cows? <laughs> so anyway, much like an alien, this crew wakes up and they're awakened before they should be. Um, far before they should be. Right. Difference being, like, last time, an alien, they get woken up because they get a transmission from 
the the derelict spacecraft. Yes. Right. And the in this they also get that, but they can actually hear it. Oh, like it's not encoded or it's not no, like No, and it's an alien tongue. And okay. like when they're talking to the ship, which has far better um language than um mo- like the mother does. Yes. You know what I mean? They um they she realizes or the ship realizes that like the language that it's speaking, some of the sounds that you can hear are inconsistent with the human palate. Okay. So so people can't make that sound. Right. So immediately this crew's like, we've made first contact, which I was like, that's really, that's completely yeah. different than Alien. Alien, they land, they don't know what they're walking into. They do think, I mean, like, they know it's an alien when they see, they know it's when they, they, when when they get there. Jockeys, but yeah. before they even get there, they're like, we've made first contact. This is huge. And right. some folk are really excited. And some folk on the ship were like, this is a bad idea. We shouldn't be doing this. Yes. And now there's a conversation. It's like, all right. Should we go and do this, or should we go and home, home right? And or like, call the science division, or right? And they mention that, and they say it's a good seventy-five years to get anyone else out here. Oh, that's new, right? That is new. Like, now, they, and now here's the question, though, and I don't want to interrupt, but like, uh, just kind of, I want to understand: is, Does this feel like an original story, like the Star Wars that Dark Horse adapted, which was George Lucas's original screenplay, like, or is this more like spot the differences between Alien and it's, this? It's a little bit of both, and because the crew is so drastically different and larger, I think mm-hmm. I want to say it's larger. Let's it see. seemed a little larger when I, uh, when I glanced two, at it. Four. No, I guess it really isn't. It really it seems like it is, but I'm not sure if everybody's present at this one meeting they have. But like, so I guess it's similar. The look of it definitely has more of a Prometheus feel. That's a shame. It is. No, I agree. Like it's like they've gone to those more slick helmets that yeah. we've seen in some of the no. m- more recent franchises. More chunky. Yeah, everything's much more slimmed down and very modern instead okay. of this. Right. Uh or instead of what we're what used it was, to. Yeah. yeah. Um characters are all different. Everybody has different names. For me, I'm different not, names? Everybody has different names. And so now like I'm trying to like I'm like Who is who? Who do I think is this? Immediately I was like, I bet that's Ash. The, yeah, that's Ash. That's the android. Like that's who it is. Like mm-hmm. that's my guess. Like I have like I, you know, one individual is like, We have to do this. Like first contact. Like, oh. Yeah. I'm like, now are they still part of the science division? Um, not necessarily. Like everyone here works for the ship. I don't think anyone is an outside individual. What's the name of the company? Uh they haven't mentioned it. Okay. Um, so anyway, regardless, they end up deciding to do it. They land on this planetoid. It's not a full planet. It's a very small planetoid. That makes sense based on what LV-426 is, which is a rock. Right. Right. And like they say that there's no life out there. Um, the atmosphere is not toxic, but it's not breathable. Mm Mm-hmm. Same as before. Yeah. And when they get there, like there's storms going on, but it's dust storms, similar. And when they land, the storms blow so much dust it messes up some of their cells i guess their solar cells which again we saw in was it covenant or premium i think Premium? it was covenant yeah i was like damn it so like that like to me indicates like if this is an earlier draft of the script then some of the stuff that we like that we saw in prometheus and covenant may have been there always yeah um i don't know but um so like they're stuck on the planet until they get that solved mm-hmm. so naturally there's one person who is um Eager to go out there, which I was like, oh, it's John Hurt. Like, right. That's the John Hurt character. Yes. Eager to get out there. Like, I volunteers to go mm-hmm. on the mission, like, ready to go. Captain also goes. Someone else goes. They they go to the ship. The ship does look different, but but similar to 
the um the derelict that they find mm. but like more it sp- does look fim- similar it's yeah. similar but it's more spines it's more it's more what we'll see from the like the xenomorphs later on like in aliens i feel like externally ah like the internal tunnels that they make yeah and like you get in there and it looks exactly like that okay. um and then they grapple up of course to where the space jockey would be and the space jockey has a vastly different look good it is um they call it a skeleton not a suit of armor. Right. They say it's a skeleton, mm-hmm. which is what we saw. I think saw. they said it was a skeleton in Alien as well. We, we assumed it was wearing a suit. Right. Well, no, it, we knew that, we, we assumed oh, that Oh, yeah, 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 no, you're right. They, yeah, yes. yeah, no. So, like, they are saying that it is a, a skeleton, though, this. But this time, it has more of a, like, almost, like, metropolis ah. vibe. You know what I mean? With, like, the additional, like, things shooting out. I'm not talking about Superman metropolis. I'm talking about... Fritz Lang's metropolis. Yeah, yeah, with that, like, gaunt... Like, not, obviously they're not androids or anything like that, but that's what it makes me think of. Um, And it's huge. Right, as it should be. It is gigantic. Um, So they're looking around. They do, um, like, find the distress beacon, and then I believe they go back, and they're like, okay. Like, to the ship. They're like, Mm. what's the next step, essentially? So it's like, do I get shades of, of, like, alien? Sure. I honestly don't know how they're going to get to the end and honestly what the end is going to look like. Yeah. Because this crew is very different. Um, but a lot of like sameness in terms of like some people are eager, some people want to get out. Yeah. But the like emphasis on like alien first contact is very like it, like very different. Yeah, because they didn't care. They were space truckers. Only Ash was the member of the science division. He was like a last minute replacement. But yeah. they, uh, the idea was they're supposed to have a scientist on, but you got to have somebody who represents the science division of the company yeah. and who like knows how to fix stuff and analyze things. Because you're going in space, you're going to run into some kind of crazy. Yeah, crap. no, it's true. By the way, also tying it to those Prometheus like Prometheus Covenant that kind of thing. Yeah. They mentioned that before they leave, they're like one guy's like, we got to map this and hologram it. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm like ah, oh, it's it's there. And for folk who like that, this might be right up your alley. For folk who just like Alien, you might want to like read this just because of the fact that it is an original version of it, yeah. and just to see where it started from and where it ended up. Yes. Um. Again, it, the tech is more new looking. Like mm-hmm. everything's really like like missing that like. Well, and as a comic book, who cares? I like, know. Like, I know. You know, in today's world, like yeah, is it, would it be I guess technically harder to get your CG department or whatever company you subscribe to 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 replicate 1970s technology. Would it be jarring for the modern audience who's used to holograms and J.J. Abrams' Star Trek? Yeah. But uh, I think that it's like, you know, with a comic book, you could just draw it and no one's going to argue. Right. Sorry. That was the vet. Was that the vet? That was definitely the vet. I just hung up on them. No. I should have taken it. <laughs> should have taken yeah, it. Yeah, right? Just- no, everybody, but for those who know that we have cats, all the cats are fine. We were doing a follow-up on some Ripley drops yes. for her ears. Yeah. Um, but he can leave me a message and I will listen to it. Exactly. Um, exactly. Or he'll call back in a moment. Who knows? Exciting times over here. I doubt it. Um, but suffice <laughs> it to say, like, it's different. It, but it's also, like, if you didn't realize, if you just, let's just say we gave you these pages. As you were reading this, like, if you didn't know... Yeah, what the title was. What was? No, if you didn't know what the title of this was, if I just was like, here are some pages without any like, Yeah, context, here's the latest boom book. Right? You would be like, this reminds me of Alien. This is Alien. <laughs> yeah, but it, it wouldn't quite be it. Mm. It's like it's like a cracked mirror version of it. Okay. So. This is actually part of the uh, a thing that Dark Horse had been doing. They did it with the Star Wars. They're doing it with Alien 3. They yeah. They did it with Alien. And they were going to do it with 
Predator. Right, okay. Because, of course, the original Predator design was he looked more like a lizard slash plant monster. Sure. All the way up to when Jean-Claude Van Damme played him as a stunt double running around the, 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 the jungle. By the way, apparently, the reason why they didn't stick with Jean-Claude Van Damme wasn't because of his acting prowess, but because he was just too short. When they went down to the final uh, confrontation between Predator and Arnold, they were like, get the hell out of here, tiny guy. Let's get Kevin Peter Hall in here. <laughs> I think it's Kevin Peter Hall. I know he plays the alien. I don't remember if he plays the predator. There you go. Point being, uh, they were going to do that. But that book, I don't think there was actually an official announcement from Dark Horse that it was canceled. But it was removed from everyone's pull lists and, and pre-orders. Okay. Although, like, a lot of comic shops had been saying Predator was canceled. But there is art. And there was a beautiful cover that was very similar to the one for Alien. I wonder if they, like, will work out a deal where they don't publish it as, like, individuals, but maybe they publish it as, like, as a, a graphic novel. I hope like, so. I hope they at least retained the rights to publish those things. Because yeah. if, if it's done, if Alien is done, if Predator is done, put it out. Yeah. 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 So, so suffice it to say, like, I, I'm not going to lie, like, I started reading this, like, and it really held me. Yeah. Um, And, like... I'm not saying it's the greatest thing ever. I think I will still prefer Alien in its original, like, cinematic form. Yeah. Um, but this is cool. Like, or even cool. in its Walt Simonson comic book form. Yes, <laughs> even in that form. Um, but, like, seeing this is kind of neat. It is jarring, though, to see it done with such modern sensibilities. Yes, yes. Uh, I, um, I remember reading The Star Wars, mm -hmm. and it was horrible. <laughs> I read a little bit of it, I think. I don't, it I didn't was so boring, and I, I honestly think it had less to do with the premise and more to do with the fact that it was written by George Lucas. That's fair. That's fair. With no editing. Right. See, because Lucas edited great stuff. Yeah. Especially if it's his wife. Uh, that's the only movie to win an Oscar, by the way. Uh, but <laughs> for writing, I should say. Yeah, but, but still. Uh, or editing. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, by the way, in the Super Chats, Fat Snorlax, all you guys can look at it directly at each other. Thanks for the show. It's true. We're not looking directly at you, unfortunately, but we can, I can I of... am kind of, I'm trying to. Yeah, yeah, But then, occasionally like, I'll the chat's the over here, so I'm like... Do you have it on your phone? No, I don't. I didn't have it open on my phone. Oh, well, I opened it, uh, which is why I can read these super chats. Like Luke Brady's, who said, sent the family to bed for the UK late <gasps> night, hashtag off the rack. Good it's for late you. night. Yeah, nights. Uh, what do you think of the current Captain Marvel series? Enough character rehabilitation? I don't know. I haven't read it. Um, I, I'm honestly just waiting for them to get a grip on Carol. And like, I feel like Marvel's eventually just going to say enough's enough mm. and go like, okay, we're just going to hire somebody like Al Ewing or somebody massive to just be like, fix her. Right. Fix her definitively because she was in such limbo. Like they released that Life of Captain Marvel book, which mm -hmm. you can't even give that book away today. And it was just like yeah. this retcon of her yeah. origins. I remember that. Yeah, it was, the covers were great. The covers were like very, like, Norman Rockwell kind of-esque. Yes, which I think not they were entirely. trying to get, like, the implication Like there. Americana. Yeah, which I'm okay with. Yeah. It just, the book didn't grip me, and mm -hmm. the origin, I'm like, meh. Uh, but yeah, I'm just waiting for them to get there. And then they were like, okay, nobody read that. And then they did this, and then the other thing. And then finally, she's, they're like, maybe she's evil, or maybe that's a, a clone, or whatever. And now she's the accuser, and it's like, there's too much change too soon, and it's been like that for almost a decade. Right. Right. Like, they just, they just, I'm not going to buy Captain Marvel. They can't commit to any sort of, like, direction. direction for the character. Yeah. And I won't buy Captain Marvel until they say, like, we screwed up. We're going to stick to this. Like, yeah. this is her from now on. Mm -hmm. Or at least for the foreseeable future. Because no one at Marvel can be that way, can we one way for, for too long. Um, Ron Katerasano sending some cash. Also, you have the best hats. Thank you. 
Thank you so much. Do you mind if I go check those voicemail to make no, no, sure no, that ahead. we're not like, you know, being inappropriate? Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, Mr. Giggles also helps us out. Thank you very much, Mr. Giggles. And Raj Patel. Hey, Sal and Tiffany. Uh, just found out there is a recall notice on onions in 43 states, and it was just issued in Edison Township. Stay safe in Jersey. We will. Thank you very much, Raj. Uh, I'll be sure to keep an eye out uh, for, uh, for for any onions. We actually didn't go grocery shopping over the last two weeks, so uh, we're, we're, we're all good. Um, so I'm, I'll, I'll keep an eye out. But thank you very much. That's going to be in the back of my mind. I'm gonna be like, somebody told me to avoid onions. Um, I'm happy to hear we're, we're, it seems like we're good. We're good! We have to keep doing the drops till the end of the week. Oh. Do you know how fun it is to put drops into your cat's ears? Yes. It's super fun. I do. It's not. They love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... I read Empire again. Okay. I know I said I wouldn't, but I did. Uh, oh, wait, is this actually... Oh, I didn't read it. Yeah, don't worry about it. I read I read the X-Men one, oh, so yeah, I can yeah. talk you to you about the, that. You read the, the Empire tie-in. I did. Yeah, yeah. I read the actual series, which, by the way, next week, another, another issue. Gotta say, Marvel's been pretty on point when it comes to their events, like, putting them out on time. Sure, and, like, that's a huge thing, It honestly. is a huge like, thing. It's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, Especially in these times of uncertainty, but prior to leading up to like these release schedules like nobody was getting comics or yeah. they're coming out sporadically and it's like i guess they use that time yeah exactly um al ewing dan slot wrote it valerio skitty did the art uh so this is just continuing the, the same crap you were reading before uh the whole issue is uh in a tie-in hulkling got swapped out and he's not doing a very convincing job oh that hulkling tie-in that we didn't read like Gave that very, like, important I, I, I don't know. Oh, okay. I know that he got married, and that was one of the big deals. They were like, Wiccan and Hulkling got married. They were, uh, somebody, uh, like, a couple of comic news sites were like, let's create more speculation, quick, buy up all these tie-ins, because it's a it's the first gay wedding in a Marvel comic in a long time. Okay. I'm like, in a long time, though. It's not right. It's not like, like North Star's wedding, which was the first gay wedding in a comic. That said, like, a lot of people like their relationship, so I can understand why people might want to grab that. Unfortunately, it is, of course, intrinsically tied to this event, as opposed to just being a natural Yeah, but that's Marvel to in their yeah, Everything's tied into an event. But you know what I mean? Yes. Like, instead of just being a natural progression of their relationship, it's like, it's part of an event, so if you like their relationship, you're gonna have to buy it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, which so, unless you don't have to buy it because you don't you don't have to buy right. it um, it's that, that's what happens with Hulkling you know the the, fan, the 50% of the Fantastic Four were left behind they were like oh uh, you're not acting like Hulkling and then uh, they teleport them away and they end up being teleported at Wiccan's house and they're like this is what happened Wiccan's like well that's not Hulkling oh. I married him and they're like right on uh, meanwhile uh, She-Hulk you remember when She-Hulk was like turned back to normal if she was given a hammer that was used yeah, by Yeah, the, the thing I said that was going to turn her into a weapon of some kind yeah, for yeah, them. Yeah. It turns out that the Katati can use the living mammal bodies as husks, and that's their like overall plan for the human race. They're going like, to live in us, uh, but they got to kill you first. So She-Hulk's dead. Husks. Husks. Now, what would happen Wait, if they... Wait, She-Hulk's just dead? They she just, died. They just kind of fixed her? Yeah, they, well, they fixed her to die. Because, of course, I don't know if anybody heard, but Al Ewing is doing a solo tie-in book called Immortal She-Hulk. So, obviously, Al Ewing is pulling She-Hulk, Jen Walters, into the Immortal Hulk mythology. Of course, 
The idea being that Hulk can't die every time that Bruce Banner dies, Hulk is resurrected. So like we're we're bringing that into into play. She Hulk is dead. She'll be dead for a, a hot second. But for right now, the Katadi inside of her is using She Hulk's power and body as a vessel. But but She Hulk's tra- totally dead. And because I know that like there's the Immortal Hulk and there's an upcoming Immortal She Hulk coming up, uh, we know that like it's pretty assured that Jen Walters is dead. So, this book killed Jen Walters. Actually, she died in like a couple issues ago, but she's still dead. Also, Iron Man made a Fantastic Four Iron Man armor. Because there's no way that Al Ewing didn't read that. Oh, they get fan- married here. No, that's just a page that shows you that it happened. Oh. But, uh, then they basically got married here. Well, they, 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 it alludes to that, but the wedding is actually in another book. Okay. Um, but... Yeah, they must have read that What If new Fantastic Four book. Because, of course, we made reference to it in the Jason Aaron Avengers run. The idea that if you, like, are smart enough or have technology enough, you can get inside a dead celestial and use it like armor. Yeah. Uh, In this issue, we see uh, that uh, Iron Man is making Fantastic Four blue armor like he wore in that issue. Right. Just just, just bringing it back. It's not really. (laughs) But I'm just throwing it out. Right. But yeah, it's it's the same old, same old. I have no... It is, and I know like some folk are like, it's a twist, but it's like... Nah. I, literally, I said she was going to be a weapon for them, and in a way she is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was yeah, like, yeah. as soon as they were like giving her things... Well, or, and once like... they told you that the hammers controlled your mind, it was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, that happened. Yeah. A lot, a lot of things happened. The issue flowed better than the last issue. That's cool. That's cool. It is a better issue than the last. This will feel more like... Uh, I don't know, like like no surrender or no road home. Mm. Uh, when it's all collected, I'm sure that like because even in those two events, which I did like, and were also co-written by Al Ewing, and also came out on time. Uh, I uh, there are a couple of dips and dives okay. throughout that series. Uh, good series overall. Right. But there are a couple of chapters where you're like, we didn't really need this. Right, 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 right. Okay. <laughs> but otherwise, I'm like, yeah, cool, nice stuff. Like. It, overall, if you know, last week I said don't buy this series. You can continue to not buy it. You literally don't need this book. Yeah. Uh, you don't need any, most of the tie-ins, and the fact is, the series will still come out, and you are not putting anybody out of work. No, but if you like it, if you like it, can, buy it. No, yeah, no, but that's the case for everything. It. Yeah. But uh, but if you if you're like, I only have so much money, and I really can't afford, but I don't want to miss out on this event. You're not. You're not. No one cares. Oh, also, they ripped off the Infinity War fight. What? Yeah. You know, the Katati are coming. Yeah. And a bunch of faceless monsters. And uh, Black uh, Black Panther yells Bombay. And, they, you know, they get the whole thing all over again. Yay, I saw that movie too. Haha, <laughs> good call. You know what, though? Like, but that is, like, I still like seeing that image, especially with Black Panther leading. Like, I like seeing him lead. And yeah. so, like, I'm happy to see it again. Yeah. I didn't because I didn't read the issue. But, no. like, that's cool. And it does make me, like... Yeah. It's just that when I see it and it's like just the movie, it kills me. Like that moment in um, Secret, well, uh, Infinity, Mm -hmm. when Thor kneels before the, uh, whatever the hell they were called, (laughs) Um, and and uses Mjolnir to like wrap around the moon and plows through the dude. Yeah. Um, It's great. It's a brilliant moment. Everyone loves it. I love it. But it's like soured because his antagonist quotes loki from the avengers movie like mm-hmm. he says is this not your natural state i'm like 
don't rip off the right, movie. Right, right, right. You could th- you could paraphrase that in a better way. And you're Jonathan Hickman. You could have come up with something yeah, better. Yeah, that. all right, that's fair. I'm not saying Hickman did this, but I'm saying like you know, don't rip off the movie. And if you're gonna rip off the movie, put your spin on it. Don't just do the movie. Yeah, you're the comic book. You can you have a six hundred million dollar budget in twenty pages. Mm. Use it. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's fair. Logan Shirley says, do you think it's possible that Jen has been dead since Civil War II and the Hulk version of She-Hulk has been a sleeper agent the whole time? No. Uh, And the only reason why I say that is because they literally go into her mind in the Hulk, the Grey series. Right, right. Um, Although it is, her brain is technically there. They would have to do some clever retconning or just completely bank on the fact that nobody bought that book, which would be fair. It's 50-50. It's right. 50-50 on that. Right, right. Uh, but I also think that, like, there's no way they couldn't and shouldn't use this opportunity to bring back She-Hulk. Okay. As, yeah. In, in all her glory. Yeah. Or maybe they'll wait. The Builders, thank you, that's what they're called. Or wait. Yeah. But they won't, because if Ewing's going to use her... Yeah, no. I'm like, that'd be cool. Well, Ewing, no, well, Ewing's going to use her because he should. He's been he's been playing with all of Hulk's mythology, yeah. all the players. He should use Gen Yeah. Winters. So, you know, that's a thing. So what do you, uh, so what do you, you got anything else? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know you do. I, um, I also, oh, I didn't, I didn't prep myself here. What is, what's, what's the matter with me? I read Doctor Strange this week. Hey! The last one. What? For right now. Listen, I'm not surprised. I know folk like the series, quite, like, a lot of folk like the series. I know a lot of folk didn't like the series, but regardless of that, if a comic book company is going to be trimming back their titles, I, you can bet your boots that the supernatural ones are always the first to go. Yes. Because they're a niche. Yeah. It's a, you're a superhero comic book company that's focusing on mystical, supernatural, magical characters. You don't, you have a small portion of your comic book reading audience reading those. Yes. They're going to get cut. Right. They're always going to get cut. Yep. Yep. Like, it, it doesn't pay to be. And, and we've seen Ghost Rider as now. Ghostwriter got canceled. Yeah, yep. there isn't. There is a book that came out. Did you see? Yeah, we. I t- didn't read it. We didn't talk about it. We the didn't read it. Ed Brisson got to do because you. Okay, so what were you lamenting? Like they so canceled like, Ghostwriter. They canceled Ghostwriter, and my biggest issue was I was like, they. They're like Lilith. Here she is. Remember Lilith? Remember her? Remember she caused a huge problem back in like the nineties. Woo! Here's all these things we got to do with all this other crap first. Then we're gonna get to that. Yeah, oh, we got canceled. Oh, and canceled. I'm like, and like, and I think you did you you didn't read that issue or like the the last one. I read the last Ghost Rider. They do nothing, and like, they do nothing with Lilith. They do nothing, do nothing with Lilith. They're like, we got, I got to take care of some other things, and then we got to deal with Lilith. And I'm like, which you're not, right? Because, because you're canceled. There's no more canceled. book. So they did like a, a, a an issue with her, and I haven't read it. I'm gonna grab it at some point just to see what they do yeah, with it. But they released like a totally separate book that's a yeah. one shot that I, is called, I think, Ghost Rider Lilith or something. I think it's like I thought it was called like the Demon Queen or something like mm-hmm. that. I don't know, and I don't know if it's just gonna be a story about her. I don't know if it was a book that was always intended on coming out so i don't know what it does but like that exists but so you see ghost rider gets canceled yep. and now dr strange surgeon supreme is over for now yep does that mean that uh, that that there's no more dr strange i don't know i don't know what their plans Probably. are right now but i think for now you know if you're looking to trim back like i said your smaller portion of your audience is reading a magical character who doesn't have a movie out right now right but will and people are hyped for it so yeah so like i'm not saying it, he's it's done for good He's done for now. 
Right. And he may be done. Like, I mean, technically Strange Academy is still going on. Yeah, and he might appear a little more. He might appear a little bit more over there um, because they'd have the right to use him a little more because he would be present there. And that one probably, I I don't know what's going to happen with that book. No. Um, you know, you, Probably get canceled. But you do have Scotty Young on it, and it is more of an all-ages, young adult-style yes. book, and so you you tap into another audience there. It'll be smart. Because you have like new characters who like people don't have to know the history yeah. for in it's order the to young jump Justice into effect, it. Where yeah. it's like, don't don't worry about sales. Like they should have done the same thing with champions mm-hmm. as they did with uh, you know, the, the 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 latter West Coast Avengers. Yeah. Like where it's like, it doesn't matter how bad the book is selling, but if it's selling over ten thousand copies. Yeah you're reaching an audience with these youthful characters. It's the Young Justice effect. It's what they did. It was the it was the directive at DC mm-hmm. when they launched Young Justice. They're like, this is the new reader's book. This is the book that's going to build the foundation of people who are going to read DC right. in the next 10 years. And we need to put it out regardless of how it's selling because we know that the people who are going to buy it are going to keep buying these characters. Yeah. Of course, then 10 years later, those people did become fans. Right. And all that DC editorial could do is shit on them by marginalizing Bart and Dick yeah i'm sorry and tim and everybody else yeah and, yeah, and connor yeah. and um you know but it but it worked is, right. is what I'm, is my point yeah and so and that's can. the thing with strange academy you could do the same thing right but again it's magic versus just superheroes yes you know yes. what i mean like where's jerry duggan's dr strange book i don't know that's that's the that's the natural like progression but maybe he doesn't want the character maybe he doesn't want that that's maybe he's thing. looking for something else yeah i heard a story about a very prolific writer who made a lot of money and a lot of bones at a, a, a company one mm-hmm. of the two and um, he had a pitch for a very popular character. Uh-huh. And he just didn't have anything. You know, like, when you pitch it at a writer's room, people yeah, are asking yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, not, not to poke holes in their boat, but also right. to, like, just to, just to hammer out the story or to get yeah. the, an idea about where you want to go with the character. Right. He just didn't have the answers for them. And it was just like, not only was that a good indication that it was time for him to go, but it was really a good indication that it was not a good fit right. for that writer and character. So you're absolutely right. I'm sure I'm sure Marvel's tried. They might have. Where like, they were like, anyone right. want to do Doctor Strange well, and they got a good, strong story? Again, Strange is one of those characters who, like, if he doesn't, if they don't just grab another, like, title for him and just want to get weighed off of it, yeah. um, then we'll see him more in Strange Academy until that's over, or we will see him back. In a new Doctor Strange In a new book. book when the movie's coming out. Like, on the road to that movie's, like, launch, yes. you'll see Strange back. Absolutely. So, like, I'm not, like, I'm like, oh, I, I do kind of, like, I always like reading books about with him, even if yeah. I'm not digging them 100%, just because I like the character. Yep. Um, which is like both good and bad because it's like, means I'm doing that thing where I'm not really telling them what I like, except for out loud here. Right. Um, and that doesn't translate to sales. They don't care. They don't care. Um, but so there you go. It does. I'm going to tell you about the book a little bit, but like this does make me concerned for Conan. Yes. That's my worry right now. The fact is like, there's a lot of Conan books. Yeah. Conan is super saturated in the marketplace right now. And so like, I'm I'm starting to wonder if they're pulling back from folk like Dr. Strange who have had a movie recently. Yeah. Um, are they going to start pulling Conan back and which ones are they going to cull? Right. Like which ones? No pun intended. (laughs) Which ones are they going to be taking away and are they the right ones? Yeah. So. Plus also Conan had like what, two failed events? Yeah. Battle for the Serpent Crown. That's still going on. It was the other one. Yeah. He did the one where it was the crossover with some of the other. That was the Zub book. Yes. Yes. Which by the way, 
Great writer. It's a good, good it's guy. a good book. It's a good book. It's a deep dive into it's, some it's characters you don't cut. know necessarily. And, you're, and if you're gonna be like, I don't know who that is. Right. Right. But, but it'll be interesting to see if the Aaron, like King Conan book ends up coming out. I hope it's it does. Aaron, so Yeah, they'll give him a book. But you know, if they're seeing Avengers sales right now, they may not be as hyped. I they don't know. They probably won't invest in Aaron Con- King Conan like they did in Thor. That's fine. I mean, like, here's the thing, like, Aaron writes Conan beautifully mm-hmm. so like i i will be right there with my money ready to buy it totally so let's talk about dr strange the last issue of um the surgeon supreme uh number six written by mark wade and kev walker with art by kev walker um i will say i felt like this book was some of kev walker's best and probably because maybe he knew where this was going but i'm not 100 percent when they got the notice on that uh-huh. honestly most of it, what issue is this six six they don't usually cancel books at six well, this is kind of, this is the end of the arc right yeah this is literally they finished their arc and so they're definitely leaving a whole bunch of hanging threads which low-key drive me crazy because i really liked the what is dr druid doing with weird world why does he care yeah we'll never know <laughs> No, you'll know in about 10 years. We'll never because know. Because Mark Wade did that whole miniseries. Remember, it's about 10, 15 years ago. I know. Ago. With the, with, yeah, and then she came back. But that was like barely anything. He didn't really develop it. Because well, he didn't really care. Yeah. So anyway, this finishes up the like Madam Mask stealing strangers, for, like stealing stuff from Strangers Forge and like what's going on there. Mm-hmm. I I don't know how other people felt about this. I thought like while I didn't necessarily love this series and I didn't really love um wade strange prior to this right. i felt like this was going in the right direction and this issue was maybe my favorite mm. um that's a shame it is a shame um because honestly this issue like is like why why is madame mask even involved right. what are you doing with why madame is mask? she here why'd you pick madame mask? well they gave a really great reason and okay. basically she talks about like blue oceans and red oceans which i didn't know what that was it's a business term where like a red ocean is like a super saturated market that you have like no ability to get in and a blue ocean is a market you create drive for oh and so she was like i never heard of that she's i never i did either and she's like i used to like I'm, i used to be an arms dealer like that's what i was gonna do but yeah. like there's everybody's doing that and there's literally <laughs> no wiggle room there right like i can't you can't get in there and like i don't know if i wanted to so instead what i did was i created a magical arms market uh, I created my own, like, you know... Industry. Industry and, like, like need for it. Right, yeah, you, she created the demand. Yeah, um, and her whole thing has nothing to do with Strange. Okay. Because in this, you know, Madame Mask and, and Tony Stark have slept together. Yes. She's in love with him in a crazy way. Okay, cool. <laughs> so she's like, no, I'm gonna do this, then I'm gonna, like, Tony... Oh, oh my God, she stole his business format. She's like, oh, I'll be an arms dealer like he used to Yeah, do. and then, like, so I'll do that, and then he'll fall in love with me, and, like, we'll end up together. Oh. And, like... He, she's like telling Dr. Druid all this. And at first I was like, she's, like just, she's just telling him everything. And I'm like, this is so like hackney. And then I was like, oh no, she's crazy. Right. That's actually smarter than I realized it yeah, was. Yeah, because otherwise just tell, don't show. Yeah, and he's like listening to this and like Strange is also listening on this. And he's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Don't call Tony. <laughs> don't tell Tony. Which I is funny. I feel like he might be into it. Because don't forget... Wade's series where Strange went into space started with him talking to Tony Stark and getting out there. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. Kind of brought it back around. We never see Tony in this. Yeah. We kind of see Tony in this. Not uh, really. I'll explain why. Okay. Um, but basically, like, Strange is like, okay, the whole city is, like, turned against him, this magical city that they're in, mm-hmm. um, because she offers, like, a ridiculous sum of, like, money to the person who brings her Strange. Okay. Um, and... Huh. So like I'm just imagining what her plan is with Strange. And I'm... So 
I, I, don't I know. assume it's like I'm gonna chain him up in the back and I'm gonna make him like enchant mystical right? artifacts. I, like, I think she just wants to get rid of him because she's like he's gonna ruin everything. <laughs> that's um, fair. So like he's just trying to make his way through the city and he, he's like, okay, well, I know how to stop this based on what she said. And like this is where I'm like, this is Wade doing like a very classic sort of Marvel magic fix where it's like, oh, and here's here here's how we're going to fix it. Right. And I'm like, I can't be mad at you about that because. Mm-hmm we've seen that before and yeah. it's like it's pretty clever he's just like knowing her there's no way she doesn't have some sort of kill switch in these weapons so that people don't come after her yeah. and attack her with them thus taking her business uh, you mean the little red button on the bottom of the, uh, of the gun <laughs> yeah just push that um but he's like it has to be a spell and he's like and i went i was in her head basically for like a hot second mm-hmm. and like there's oh no no dr druid was and like he's like there's there is a spell but it's not like a like a magical spoken spell. Okay. It's a series of three images that she needs to remember in order. Oh. But he couldn't see them. Okay. And so like they meet up and basically the plan is he like Strange is going to astral project into her mind. Okay. And um he's gonna find it. But his body, of course, will be left vulnerable. Un- yeah, like undefended. So he's like, I'll have Dr. Druid do it. And like Steven takes care of the city attacking him basically by going to like there's like this magical device that keeps it so that like anyone in the city who shows up has like whatever they need because people are coming from all different dimensions so like how do you create an environment where everyone can breathe well this thing does it so he reduces the magic of it by like 90 percent so like people are getting headaches they, well they can't they they're like have, they're struggling to breathe okay not mad at mask because her mask obviously is oh care sure. of that for her um i don't really know how the mask works so <laughs> right so strange like runs into dr druid and like He's like, all right, like in Steven's head, he's like, I'm going to have to like trust this guy. Yeah. So like, you know, to, to be able to like protect me, but like, he's been acting weird and at times he's been a villain. And what am I going to do about right, that? Right. Yeah. I, I think I've heard him say that before right. a couple and, of times and, this series. And noted um, that since the atmosphere is so depleted, they can't talk. So they've been using Dr. Druid's like mind magic to communicate. So Dr. Druid's like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude. You don't trust me? I hear you. Yeah. And he's like, oh, oh. sorry. <laughs> Doops. He's like, forget a kiss. <laughs> so basically, like, Strange is like, listen, I'm a, I'm a jerk. Yeah, listen. Well, because, like, he's like, and, like, he's mad at me because, like, he could have been the Sorcerer Supreme. And, like, <laughs> the, like the ancient one didn't pick, me, like, him over me and, like, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And he's like, not everyone wants to be Stephen Strange, okay? Oh, my God. That's and, like, fun. Steve's like. Okay. That's really cool, because that also gets you into the mind of Doctor Strange in a way that you normally can't. Yeah. Without, like, the thought bubbles. I know. I like it. Well, it is the thought bubbles, which is funny, because you're the reader reading it, and you're like, oh, cool. And then Doctor Druid's like, I'm also reading it with you, reader. <laughs> I'm also right there with That's you. That's really cool. So Druid's like, listen, you're, you're a dick, but, like, we gotta get out of this together. I will protect you. Yeah. And so, like, he does, and Strange goes in, and, like, this is where I was like, this is cool, because... It's messed up. Strange goes into her mind. He finds this really dark place. And like he finds this um, like hole basically. And mm-hmm. when he gets there, it's all the Iron Man suits My leading God. into Tony's face with an open mouth, which is the entryway into where she keeps her, her secrets. Oh My God. He's like, and he just goes, dear God. <laughs> dear God. Dear God. That that art is amazing. It's really good. Um, Damn it. It's so good. Like, I, and I was like soft on Kev Walker earlier. Like I, he wasn't really like 
Well, maybe he only has like spectacular. Like he is really, really. I think he just needed like the time. Like lately, he's just been getting stronger, and I think he got comfortable with it. And I think it did. It was in a good place. Yeah. So anyway, he finds this like house, this like you know suburban house where I guess they would live yes. or whatever. And like he goes in and he finds her room there, and he's like, "Doctor Drew lied to me. There's no pictures here." And then he looks up on the wall, and like there are three images of like Iron Man drawn like crudely as like a. Oh, sorry, it's four. Of like a bear and like a dog with Tony's face on them. And so he thinks of them and yeah. therefore shuts her down basically. Mm -hmm. And like, by the way, at one point, like Dr. Drew would like disarms her. Mm -hmm. Like somehow he uses magic to like get her gun away. Okay. And then he's like, you're, you have, you're defenseless. You have no weapons. She's like, my whole body's a weapon. And she just kicks him in the face. He's like, <laughs> I don't deal with this yeah. stuff. Ah. Like I use, like, we're all like doing this over here. Right. You're, you're kicking you and punching me in the face. Don't do that. Ow. What is this? <laughs> Don't, don't, Damn it! Don't throw things. <laughs> um, so, um, so basically, like at the end of the day, like they stop her, and right. then like Strange is like, "Listen, that was messed up." Well, he, part of him wants to to kill her because she killed his dwarf friend. Oh yeah. Like he's like, "You deserve no better than this." Right. But I also can't do that. I'm, and I've been in your mind. I kind of feel bad. For yeah, I, yeah, exactly. He's like, "You're sick." Right. Like, you're a sick individual, yeah. and I can't like no. So he's like, here's what I'm going to do. And he like, conjures like, the you're mask. My, you're my patient now. No, he conjures a mask like of, uh, I, I almost want to say Madripoor, but that's only because I was playing Avengers the other day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the mask of something of Mor Moriand, which he's like, switch out the masks. This will fix you. Like if you put this on, it'll, it'll help you. And you can let go of like Tony mm. basically. And she like, doesn't want to. Well, cause like he, he's like, basically you, you, will be hunted by everyone that, that you, you wronged because like you gave everybody these weapons and when we did the kill switch it went away all of them yeah so that you will not like that people will be hunting you to the ends of the earth right and beyond and into dimensionally yeah and so she's like no i'm not gonna do that and she just throws herself out the window <laughs> oh my god and I'm like, that's so sad. It's so sad. And then like Strange is like, well, we did it. Like, hey, man. <laughs> hey, we did it. Hey, we did it. Like Dr. Druid, like, let me buy you a drink or some <laughs> coffee and apologize to you for being an asshole, basically. Right. And then like, basically like, you know, you're left thinking like, you know, Steven's like talking about like, oh, I thought you were blah, 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 blah. And like, you see this image of Dr. Druid where it's like, clearly we would have gotten an image of Dr. Druid doing something that would indicate to you that. He was that's a crime. nefarious yep. or whatever. Mm -hmm. But we don't. It's just He the just end. leaves. Yeah, he just leaves with that us. That sucks. And so the story does have an end. Yes. You know, Strange gets his forge back. He was getting those, like, messages from someplace else. We don't know where those are coming from. We don't know what Dr. Druid wanted with Weird World. We don't know where he, like, stood in terms of, like, good or bad. Right. Like, neutral. I don't know. We do get a letter at the end that, like, at least Mark Wade and Kev Walker got to write letters about it. Yep. I actually really liked Kev Walker's letter. Um, it's yes. really sweet um, because he talks about how, like, Doctor Strange was his dad's favorite. And, like, Steve Ditko was his dad's favorite artist. And so, like, he felt like it was a lot to live up to. Aww. And I was like, that's so, like, that's so, like, heart-wrenching. And, like, yeah. in this issue, like, you you just feel like he, he just, like, it's like he gave everything. Aww. And I, so, like, I don't know when they found out that the book was going to be canceled. Um, but this was a, I thought this was a strong finish to the six issues that, like, I was kind of lukewarm on. I, I would love to have seen where this series was going. Yeah. Yeah. That's too bad. So. I don't mean, need to spend so much time on that, but since that's it for this for right now, that's cool. until we get like another 
you know, previews of like, hey, here comes some more Doctor Strange. He's back. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. back with a new team. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so like, if you were trade waiting, you will be able to, and it'll just be this, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, it'll be very thin, and it'll yeah. be uh, like, like $25. $25. <laughs> well, that's too bad. Yeah. Do you recommend it? This issue? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like... I, I don't know. I don't know what was so different. I don't know why there's such inconsistency in Wade's writing mm. throughout this whole series. So, but this issue, I I really enjoyed it. I had a really good time with it. Yeah. Uh, Luke Brady says every time I hear anyone mention Lilith, the only person I see is Fraser's wife. Come to think of it, not bad casting. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. I'm like yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was thinking back of, then. Yeah. 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 yeah, that actually works really, really well. Right? I was trying to conjure an image of my head in my head of what she looked like. Right? Yeah, I Damn can see it. Uh, the Ty Ty that Guyler thirteen says, "I just watched the Zdarsky Williamson interview today, and it was fantastic. Yay! You continue to be my favorite channel out there. Aww. Nonstop great content. That's Thank so you sweet. very much. Um, and also, we have one more uh, from Duckade." Glad to see you safe and back with power. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we lost power in the studio. You can actually go to our Instagram dot uh, com slash comic pop official. See a little video of us with no power. Um, channel's gotten me back into the fandom, and my Tomasi Batman and Robin collection is growing. Thanks, guys. Nice. nice. That's awesome. Tomasi wrote a little backup in the Dark Knights Death Metal Dark Knights Legends book that we'll talk about. Uh, it's it's cool. I'm surprised that Snyder gave Tomasi that much like room and steve corona says new fan here hey steve hi i didn't recognize your name so welcome to the fold uh i found you off of a retweet and have been binging your vids all week i'm already bought some trades on recommendations cheers nice let us know what they are and in the episode if you have a if you have a youtube channel or account just comment on the episode be like this is the book i bought because of this episode and i will i will see it that's awesome. Uh, also, you, that's cool that it's from a retweet. Yeah, Social right? media works. Yeah, that's that's really <laughs> unexpected. I'll tell you that. But thank, thank you. Man. Thank you. Welcome. We're looking forward to seeing big things from you, Steve. Um, so yeah, uh, Deadpool number six. Did you read this? Yeah. Yeah. The series I've been reading from I issue know, one. I know, but I read yeah. it first. Well, because I was like, <laughs> I read this issue first. Uh, but... Yeah, the premise is just uh, Deadpool is like, screw Krakoa. Yeah. It seems really arbitrary. Uh, no, this seems in keeping with, like, they, they kind of were, you know, we just dealt with, like, the whole Craven thing, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, uh, sure, at some point they have to acknowledge the fact that, like... Yeah, the the, the Deadpool hasn't isn't in Hickman's run. Yeah. Right. But and at the same time, like, uh, it's, like, Deadpool's rationale in this issue seemed really kind of, like, left field, unexpected. The way he is... It seemed uh, really, like, superficial. I guess that is everything he does. Right. And, like, that's how, like, he's been written in this. And so, like, for me, this wasn't really out of character for him. Yeah. And I'm not reading the series. So, I, it's, to me, it seemed really out of... It seemed really, like, forced. <gasps> right, right, right. That's fair. Yeah. So, in this, they do mention the fact that it's, like, he's only a mutant because of the movies. Well, it, well people think he's a mutant because right. of the movies. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, the, the premise is just, like, Deadpool, who uh, right now is king of Long Island, which or Staten, Staten Island. Island, which is now Monster Island, yes, uh, decides screw it. I want to have the cure for cancer. I hear mm-hmm. that they have the cure for cancer over there. I'm going to go over there and get it. Right. So, uh, but also he wants to be invited. Well, yeah, he's mm-hmm. pissed that like he's not an X Men character anymore, yeah. which is fair because uh, he is or has been or yeah. has been considered. You know, he's a larger universe Marvel character, but at the same time, he's pissed that he has been left out, he's right. been excluded. Uh, you know, the X Men are going through like a, a revitalization and. 
and he's on the cutting room floor. Right. He they they've got an island. He's got an island. I mean, like, come on. Yeah. Right. They should be bosom buddies. Uh, island this is, pals. This is written by Kelly Thompson with art by Kevin Libranda. Yeah. Uh, the best part of this er- series is actually Deadpool playing cards uh, with Nightwolf. He, this is a this is a thing that he uses. He has this pack of cards yep, that he uses with character stats on. Yep, and so like they're playing cards with them this time. Mm-hmm. But like we've seen them throughout this series. That image of of Nightwolf is basically the same every time. It is a wily coyote version of Nightwolf. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that scene that was the it was all downhill from here. Uh, you didn't like this? I th- I thought it was fine. Oh. I, I I I felt like the X Men were the Zadarsky Fantastic Four X Men book. Uh huh. Did a really nice job of fairly and fairly balancing it. Yeah, where it was like the X. If you're an X Men fan, you're like, yeah, screw those Fantastic Four. And if you're a Fantastic Four fan, you're like, yeah, screw them X Men. Yeah, this was the X Men are irrational and psychotic. I didn't take it like that at all. Okay. Um, I I thought that they were doing exactly what they would do because the fact is, why would you have Deadpool? Right. You wouldn't have Deadpool. Like it's you are in you are inviting disaster. Yes, absolutely. And in fact, that's that's their justification. They're like, we didn't let you in because you're a nightmare and you would destroy Krakoa. Yeah, and and like so for me, again, I have been reading the series from the start. Yeah. This is who he is. He's a little more um unhinged but seemingly due to the fact that like he does want to be cured of cancer and he yeah. does want to feel like he has friends right um and and like he has relationships with these characters and like they are treating him like such an outsider yes and so like he definitely comes off a little more manic in this than he right. has been but i thought it worked in terms of like what we know of him yes the the, the most genuine interaction of course is deadpool with rogue right who was essentially like get out <laughs> She see, she tries to be very nice about Sorry, it. Sorry, everyone's a jerk. You, but... She's the only one that returned his call. Because that was the other thing. He tries to reach out to them, and everyone yeah, and ignores him it. except for... And that's the thing that blows my mind, where I'm like, you you know he's going to do this. You you address it. But that's the X-Men, too. Through, this, that's the current incarnation of the X-Men. Where yeah. Like, they're all a bunch of assholes. Right. Uh, also, with Rogue, like, of course she was going to be in this because Kelly Thompson was writing... The Mr. and Mrs. X-Men. Exactly, where Deadpool showed up. Yes. So, exactly. naturally, we were going to have this interaction. Yeah. Um... Deadpool keeps calling them fascists. I don't know if I agree with that terminology, but like, I it's almost like Deadpool is parroting the people who don't like the X Men run. That could be. I mean, like, it. I I took it as like, no matter what, like he's just using words. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't care. Right. It's just like, no, that's what you call people. Yeah. Um. He then, of course, makes his own official decree where he's like, no mutants on. No more eye. mutants. No more mutants. Which I thought was a, very, a fun deep cut. Yeah. Uh. The standout, of course, in this series was during this episode issue was Jeff. He uh, is adorable. He's so adorable, and the he his his depiction in this was spectacular. It and really Thompson's was. addressing of that by having every character who interacts with him is like, I love him except for Storm. Storm and um. <sighs> Armor. No, is it Polaris? Yeah. Yes? Yeah. Is she there? Yeah. Lorna Dane, yeah. Yeah, because she gets bit on the leg. She gets bit on the leg, yeah. because yeah. he, like, uh, Jeff gets fastball specials. Yep. Like, I, I, that's what I like, though. And again, like, if you are a Deadpool fan, this may not be Deadpool's voice for you. I really enjoyed this, like, sarcastic, like, silly sort yeah, of no, Deadpool. Yeah, no, I'm down. Who, who occasionally you see these hints of, like, deeper meaning and deepness to the character. Yes. Like, he's used, like, you know, Spider-Man uses... His snark sometimes yeah, to like to mask calm his, his, uh, his insecurities, yeah. yeah, or like his fear or his like nervousness. Deadpool seems to do that, but like amped up to eleven. Yes. you know what I mean. Yeah, um, so it, 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 in this, it's 
if you're looking at it from the perspective of he like broke onto Krakoa to just get an understanding from his from people he per- he perceived to be his friends, yeah, like to mask his sadness. I I get that, and I and I don't think it's like stretching it too thin to right. Expect but that. like he's also been struggling with the fact that it's like not only like is Deadpool just Deadpool himself, but like he's the king of the monsters, right? Yeah, like they so got a it's para- hard for him not to think he is. A yeah, monster. they got a paradise island, and no one will return his call, and he's in charge of all the monsters. Yes, you know what I mean. Like, and he also has to be in charge of things, which is a struggle for him to begin with. Yeah. Oh, he also gets uh, bailed on by. The vessel that allows him to go through the yeah, in the first like, place. Like, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I actually don't want to stay on your island anymore. I'm going to stay on the mutant. Yeah, island. I want to stay on the cool mutant paradise island. It yeah. seems awesome. Yeah, and he's like cool, and he does it in front of everybody. Yeah, and so like he feels abandoned by the end of this. Right. So um, he goes to talk to Elsa Bloodstone, and Elsa is essentially like, uh, "I'm setting up the next arc." Yep, I'm dying. I'm dying. I've got a hand thing happening. Yep. Oh no. So. I enjoyed it, but like, yeah, it, I've it, been enjoying this tone for Deadpool. And I know mm-hmm. it's not up everybody's alley, but like, I, I've been digging it. It, um, it. it seems more like an issue from this run than it is a X Men. A, a hey, let's critique or analyze the world of X Men yeah. today through the lens of Deadpool. Right. It's really just an acknowledgement that like he also acknowledges that Krakoa is there. Yeah, and um, and we also get a lot of Jeff. I mean, Jeff's awesome. Well, yeah. Magic wants him. Right. Like, she's like, look, like, she's like talking about Deadpool, and then she's like, also, I mean, oh, yeah, I, want I love this. him. Yeah, I want this. That we're taking, we're, this is ours yeah, now. Yeah, it's like, no. Basically. Uh, and it, Emma's also wants him. Right. But for a but handbag. As a handbag. <laughs> I also think uh, it's also another way of, like, metatextually explaining that, like, I'll bet Hickman was like, I don't want Deadpool in my freaking book. Well, yeah. Like, He's too much of an X Factor. Oh, more like X Force. Oh. We reckon with. So, I think yeah. they actually use X Factor in this. They do. Yeah. <laughs> which is which just launched, by the way, uh, last week. We didn't yeah. talk about it, but it did launch. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, otherwise, I mean, I, I recommend it in terms of, like, it being a, a well-crafted issue that's a lot of fun. It's actually not a bad jumping on point because it contextualizes everything you need. And yeah. if you don't like the tone of this book, you probably won't like the tone of the series. So it's a good way to know if you're going to be yeah, it's a on. Good, it's a good test. So Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ko the Face Dealer says, checking in from work. Appreciate the countless hours of content. Thank you, Ko. Uh, please stay away from my face. Or if you're going to replace it, uh, get me a prettier one. Uh, Mitchell Best says, uh, thoughts on Just League Dark Apocalypse War movie. Thought it was too much. I love Deceased and Dark Multiverse. I love... Uh, have a Constantine, have Constantine, uh, have a Constantine Etrigan or question. Um, like I guess animated yeah. film of some kind. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Yeah. Um, um you know, we, we've, we, oh, checked... do we have a pitch. Oh, 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 we, we've checked in a couple of times on some of the DC animated stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, yeah, did, we watched that movie and we did watch that. Uh, so we knew some of the stuff leading up to it yep. and we watched that. Um, uh, I, it was fine. It was fine. I think for me, based on its name, I thought. Yeah, it was going to... Well, but it, did you know it was going to be the culmination and, I and, did, and termination I did of everything? That. No, I did. I had heard that, so I knew that going into it. So, like, against all odds, I, like, was like, oh, they're calling it Justice League Dark. Right, because like, it, it's a dark and story. And Zatanna's in it, yeah. and Constantine's in it, like... Yeah. And Etrigan's, and Etrigan's in it. In it like, yeah. naturally... And Swamp Thing, I think, shows up. Yeah, it's naturally we're going to be going down that route, and they're going to play really key components to fixing things. Right. No. Not really. No. They're players um, in it. They are players in it. Um, but again, that was based on my interpretation of really the title and reading Justice League Dark. Yeah. 
So I can't really base it off of that, but like I agree, there was a lot happening. but yeah. they were trying to end it. So yeah, uh, you know, admittedly there were some cool action sequences, but uh, characters were done dirty, and it didn't really like for me. I wasn't a big fan of that universe as it was, so it didn't leave me with any lasting feelings or effect. Right. Um, I thought it was also a great opportunity to do some like really not messed up things, but more like bold mm. things, like to do something unexpected or even just kind of like you know. A deeper thing, you okay. know, where, where they're like, listen, you know, we we can't do like they can't make a mask of the phantasm today. It's a love story mm-hmm. with some with some Batman stuff in it, which is a really great movie, by the way. It's one of the best DC anime movies. Yeah. Uh, but like you can't do that today. Just like you can't make a real Star Trek movie today because like you, because you can't justify spending the amount it would cost to even make that movie and expect that kind of return. Right. Or that kind of animated movie. But with this movie, it was the culmination of all of it. It had all these characters in it. You were already wrapping up everything. You could have done something a little bit more, like, I don't know. You could have done, you could have done more. And mm. it, it just kind of is a cool fight, which is really all anyone wanted from that universe anyway. There you go. So I'm not arguing with them, uh, but that's fine. You know? So that's, that's how I feel about that universe overall. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see where it's going. Um, now. Go ahead. There. Your head was being cut off at the oh, top. Okay. I fixed it. So, uh, what, what else you got? Oh, you want to talk about Strange Adventures? Might as well. I've got three more to go. Strange Adventures? Uh, this is the only one I have left. Oh, great. Well, Strange Adventures. Wait, is it? I don't know. Yeah. No. I don't know. Let's talk about Strange Adventures, because... Did you read it? Yeah. Cool. Oh, no, I have another one. Um, Strange Adventures uh, continues to be amazing. And obviously, I, I don't really can't say this with certainty because the series isn't over. We're only on issue four. So we oh, are 12. We're a third of the way through. Yep. Um, but I am kind of enjoying this a little more than Mr. Miracle. And I love Mr. Miracle. Yeah. Um, this issue was spectacular. Yes. And I kind of regret not getting the Mr. Terrific cover, but I got the variant edition because I like all the negative space yep. that they use as part of the like uh, Adam Strange illustration. Yeah. Haha, you're reading it from both sides. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is just like making you question everything that you might know. And honestly, like timelines for things. Um, I yeah, I think we're witchering this up. I'm not sure when things are happening yep. anymore, but he does have the beard and the and the I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, we're... regardless, like Adam has to go. He's in a battle on Rand, um, and he gets like transported he gets out. Zeta beamed back home, so he can't like actually participate in the battle when they most need him. Yep. And um, he ends up trying to ask Hal Jordan to take him to Rand and the uh, Guardians won't let Hal interfere because that will put them in the mix of it and they yep. want to remain neutral yes. in the like Rand versus right. the Picks. Yeah. And he goes to Superman, which I thought like, you know, we've talked about like Tom King on Superman. Yeah. For these like few panels, I thought he was written really well. Yep. He has like a really great like one liner yep. kind of thing that I was like, damn. Yep. But he goes to Superman and he's like, hey, like I talked to Hal and he can't help me because like, of like politics and, yep. and like Superman's like, I also talked to Hal. <laughs> yeah. And like basically he's found like Superman's on the moon because yep. like there was a scout from Mongol and like he's like, I can't leave. Like right. obviously they're coming here and I need to stay here. And like Rand, even for me, is this far away. Yeah. And if I leave, at least Earth like defenseless yeah and so strange is like you're superman you have to help me he's like i'm superman i help everyone yeah i was like that's awesome (laughs) yeah like yeah i have to help everyone i'm like 
that's really cool. He's like, I may not always make the right decision, but like, I have to do what I can to balance. And I was like, that's just, that's just a great like distillation of what Superman is in yep. this Adam universe. Strange is behaving like a drug addict. Yes. He's like, I got to get back to Rand. I got to get back. I got to get back. Uh-huh. He's acting like a Manchurian candidate. Um, uh-huh. But um, regardless, Mr. Terrific does something I didn't see coming. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to Rand. I'll go to Rand and read their histories. I'll just go to Rand. So he goes to Rand in order to read like some of the war documents. Yep. And they're like, so we have, you have absolute access to every single Rand war document. And he's like, what about the Picts? And he's yeah. like, oh, you, like we, you can't have those because they're not be translated. And he's like, oh, I taught myself Picts on the way. Yeah. And they're like, no, you didn't. And then he speaks it. <laughs> yep. And they're, they're like, like oh. oh. So then he tries to access them and he ends up almost getting arrested. Yep. No, it, it's when he speaks Picked, they're like, you're under arrest. They wait until he's a, the yeah, most he vulnerable because they're pieces of shit. Yeah. But, uh, and of course, because he's Mr. Terrific, he terrifically escapes from their custody. He does. But goes to the meeting to like, to because they were going to bring him before like the, uh, yeah. you know, the council or to, whatever. Uh, to, her dad. Yeah, her father, who's also in charge. Yeah. And, and like, like, so essentially he's like, you know, you I'll can't. go. I have nothing to lose. Why not? Like they can't, they can't take me down, Mr. Yeah. Terrific. And basically they're like, they act like, you know, those are, like, you can't, you can't read those. Yeah. Like. Well, they're like, we told you not to. Yeah, and he's like, I so don't... So clearly you're a criminal. Like, we can't trust anything you say. Right? And he's like, where's your daughter? Yeah, where's your... No, he's where's your granddaughter? Where's your granddaughter? And then the guy slaps Mr. Terrific, and Mr. Terrific slaps him back. Such a great And the guy's like... Yeah. And he's like, what do you think fair play means? Right. So that's the crime against the, the country that he commits. Yeah, but then he goes home. But he goes home, but like... But he's not allowed back. No. Ever. And like, when he gets there, um, you know, Adam's wife is there. Yeah, Alana? Alana. And, and she's like... She's like, shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, nobody's gonna be happy with you here either. Right, because like, I've already manipulated events so that yeah, you're gonna look really bad too. Yeah, so like, this is just like deepening the hole. Yep. And like putting more emphasis on like, something's up with Ran. Yep. Nothing is real. Nothing is true. Yeah. I'm sure it's real, but like, it's not true. Right. Um, well, he, he calls all of the Ranian documents he read propaganda. Yes, he does. So like, I'm sure folk who are fans of Adam Strange may not be on board for this. Yeah, because Alana is a villain. Possibly. Straight we up. We don't know. This is issue four. And Adam Strange is a rube. We need, we have eight more issues to go. Yeah, we're not even halfway no, done. No, like the mystery is, is just barely starting to like evolve it's and usually, unravel. usually when the rug gets pulled out from under you. But right now we're, we're meant to think Alana is like, yeah. is cold calculating and manipulating yeah. these events. And that Adam is essentially little more than, an addict. Yeah, but like, I gotta tell you, like, even if you're like not interested in Adam Strange, but you like Mr. Terrific, <sighs> he is such a baller yeah. in this series. <laughs> like, oh my god, yeah. he's so amazing. Yep. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm so glad that they didn't use Batman. Yeah. This is so much better. Well, and I love how Terrific is pretty much in charge of any situation. He commands the room when he, he enters does. it, especially when he's depicted by Tom King. Yeah. Uh, but like, even if alana were to have manipulated the earth which of course she does normally through social media and through like you know propaganda of her own uh and and she turns the world against mr terrific terrific has batman's backing i know i know So like there's also wayne like, and you know the, the two of them together i think will will counterbalance yeah. what he they, they have nothing to fear what i like about him too is that like he clearly has a heroic look to him yeah but not like in the sense so, of like with a cape and all that stuff no so like there's something like also disarming about him yes so like when he does take that command of the room like everyone else is kind of like whoa whoa, whoa yeah. what? Wait, what wait wait is this guy a superhero or something yeah so like i i really like it i love how he's written i can't 
wait to see how he like figures all this out and what the mystery is, honestly. Yeah. I also love the fact that like while he's on Ran, he runs into like the guy who runs the library or whatever. Yeah. And like he's watching this like music video, which has a chick dressed up like Adam Strange, yes. but like scantily... the song itself is like a, it's like a Britney Spears esque yeah. Adam Strange propaganda song. And like song. she's singing it and stuff like that. And then later on he's singing it. He's like, This whole place like is this messed is bullshit, up. But... but like that song is fire. <laughs> like he just likes yeah. the song. I'm like, I just it's yeah. good. It's good I stuff. love it. Um, if you are lukewarm on Tom King, again, his miniseries are where it is yeah. at, don't, honestly. Don't let Heroes in Crisis color your opinion of Adam Strange yeah. or Strange Adventures or uh, Mr. Tri- Mr. Uh, Miracle. Mr. Mr. Miracle. Or, or the inevitable Mr. Terrific series. <laughs> this is kind of it. Like This I is got, a boat. It's two. And that's what I like about it. Like, with, like, Mr. Miracle really was focused on him, but you also got Barda in there. Yeah. And that was cool. So you got the two of them, but they were, like, intrinsically tied to one another. Yep. This is just a really cool, like, also, let's do Mr. Terrific. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. Cool. Uh, high recommend. <laughs> uh, David R. says, do you think a DBZ DC crossover would be good? Like Superboy Prime and Imagine Boo making a bridge between universes? Um, I can promise you that I'm the only person on the planet who wouldn't buy it. Uh, I can also promise you that it would probably make a lot of money. Yeah. In, in comic book world. I'm trying to imagine like how that would work. Between the two companies. Yeah. 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 Like, who has the American publishing rights to Dragon Ball Z? Well, they all know that, but it's like, who gets to make the decision about, like, what character does what, and, like, who's able to beat who, and, like... And the power scaling. I don't care about that thing. Like, I don't care about power scaling. Like, the reason I'm thinking of that is, like, in terms of, like, Marvel and DC, they struggled with that. Yeah. When they did crossovers. They like, did who indeed. could beat who? Like, yep. whatever. Well, they have a good formula for how to, like, showcase everyone's abilities and yeah. to let them all win. It may be boring and tired, but, like, it's a thing they do. Right. But with, if- with manga and Western comics, it's a very... Especially superhero mm-hmm. and uh, whatever the hell you call DBZ. I don't remember there's a word for it. It's not like Sentai, which is, in, you know, the name of, like, you know, the Power Rangers. But there's a yes. word for, like, DBZ-esque anime slash yeah manga. and, like, and for i don't for remember me. what it was <laughs> my brain just like it's not the word i'm thinking no it is not it is not but uh but yeah um which is not a bad word it, it was literally i'm like bishoujo yeah that's silly it's mode. not although uh, that said can you imagine how much fan art there is of like dbz drawn as bishoujo yeah i'm sure there's a ton of it i'm mm-hmm. sure deviant art is 50 is 80 percent that i kind of want that though just- um sparkles i'd rather i you know i would get more excited to see the sailor scouts crossover with justice league that would be awesome <laughs> that would make me more excited that uh, would be super cool how does that even work right is uh, it just shonen because like my brain wouldn't let me say that because the company's called shonen jump right i was like no that can't be i it. think it is i think you're right because like that's the company name yeah it can't just be that right? that's like yeah uh I was trying to come up with another thing that it would be like. And right. Like, uh, I'm like, it's like Band-Aid. No. No, that is actually a brand name. But that is a brand name that became an item name. Yes. But I think it was always Shonen. Right. And then someone named themselves yeah. after that. Anyway. Uh, Troy Harness says, hey, Comic Bob, ready to do some more Ultimate Spider-Man for back issues? I am. Uh, just got done reading Ultimate Warriors. Lol. It's my favorite. Uh, yeah, it's a really great arc. I, I've been thinking about bringing back Spider-Man, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. I have at least four okay. different Spider-Man books I want to do on the on back issues um but i can't do them all at once and we've been favoring dc pretty heavily right now so obviously we got to do that um so yeah uh we'll we'll, spidey will be back this week 
But not Ultimate Spider-Man. He'll be web-swinging into your neighborhood. Yes. <laughs> uh, Kenneth Dowling, hey guys, just clocked off work and saying hi. Hey Kenneth, hope you had a good day. Uh, you, you got a split screen. You got a split screen thing going. Hmm, neat. Change is good. I like your earrings, Tiffany. Stay Thank classy. Thank you. Earrings. Thank you, Kenneth. Thank good you. work. Good eye. And uh, as a tip out there for for those of you who are looking uh, for for tips, uh, always compliment a lady's earrings. Uh, they think you don't notice, and uh, when you do, they really appreciate it. We, we do. We truly do. That someone in the chat said that it's like if all Disney movies are called Disney, which they are. <laughs> right. But like, Which they are. No, but like, yeah, if it were a, like... It's a Disney movie. Yeah. And like, that is accurate though. Like, yeah. But like, that it's one of those things where your brain's like, no. It can't be that. It can't be that. Yeah. It can't be that. Right. Because you came up with it too quickly. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, Dan V900 says, Strange Adventures is great. What is interesting is paying attention to Strange's suit in number four. It's clearly intentional to show the New 52 suit. Oh, okay. What? Sorry, I was dancing. Strange, Strange's suit is like New 52 suit in that book somewhere at some point. Well, there's like, and it's like during that time period where you don't know when it is, though. Exactly. Because they don't give us a time period where I'm like, is this happening right now? Is yeah. this, is this like earlier? Right. You know well, what I, mean? I think that definitely. Well, because like, honestly, like, I guess the, they're still fighting the war in yeah. theory. I assume that it takes place, the, the, the flashback and uh, the scene well, with the beard and him leading the army. Yeah. And, and him talking to Superman and, and how that all takes place like shortly after the, um, the warrior fight from the last issue. That's what I thought, too, but I thought that that was in the past. But it could be on purpose and making you think that, uh, because, of course, anyone can grow a beard, and yeah. it takes, like, a couple of weeks. I I also love the depiction. Of, it's just a classic image of, like, Superman holding the American flag. Yeah. But it's the one from the moon. Yep. Well, he's fixing it. <laughs> I know. I just like it that, though. It, it just, it just yeah. looks cool. It's it just a cool. dope image. Yep. Um, what was it? Uh, mm. Radical Radish says, you're thinking of Bandai Namco, Tiffany. Am I? I, I, I don't even know to what he's referring. Mappy? What about Mappy? That's Bandai Namco. Yep. So is Dig Dug and... <laughs> Dig Dug! Dig Dug! We're referencing a, a series... A that, dead show. A dead show. No one owns. Nobody cares about anymore. That really brought me a lot of joy. Yeah. For a good no show. reason. Uh, Dan V900, you, you see the New 52 suit, which may be the real world, and Silver Age suit number four, which reminded me of Varda having brown and blue eyes and Mr. Miracle 12, which tied into the first issue of that series. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, can't argue with that. No. Uh, I don't know, you know, with, when it comes to New 52, your guess is as good as mine. I'm sure that, like, I'm sure T King did not do the research enough to make you think, to, to, to draw on stories of Adam Strange from New or they, 52. Or they may or may not. I don't, it doesn't, like... The fact is, he doesn't have to do that. Right, but Mitch Jarge pays attention to certain things. He does, So, indeed. like, you never so it know. it could be Mitch. But, like, I still think that we're not dealing with the same style of story that we did with, like, Mr. Miracle, it where not. it was like, what is reality? Yeah. I think it's like, you know, there there is reality, mm -hmm. and there are false memories yes. that... but that's not changing reality yeah, itself. It's, 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 like, it's, it's Adam Strange's mental reality, mm -hmm. but it's not about, like, worlds. Although it is about worlds, too. Uh, so DC's Dead Planet number two came out. Uh, of course, this is by Todd Taylor and Trevor Hersing. Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, it's just more of the same. Uh, if you are you know on the deceased train, you're obviously going to be like reading this book uh, because you've been reading DC's pretty much for like the last like year and a half, mm. like nonstop. Ever since the first series came out, you've been probably reading deceased in some form or another. What were you going to say? Nothing. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, that being said, uh, this is pretty cool. It, it says that it's like a few years later. I think everyone's older. So yeah, it's like the timeline's a little funky. Mm -hmm. Um, 
you know, like they draw Harley being like having like being visibly aged. Uh, but then it feels like it's only a couple of years later, but then it's like, no, but Damien's like a teenager. Yeah, so. but don't forget, yeah, these these are like city miles. No, these, right. These are these beyond are city miles. Like, these are beyond that. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's true. Uh, uh, Taylor uh, kills Roy Harper within the first three pages. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, sorry. You can do uh, that. This is like out of continuity. Oh, yeah. Well, he kills all kinds of people in this book. But, uh, <laughs> you know, um, essentially the idea was that Roy was left behind uh, Arsenal, uh, for those who don't uh, know him personally. Uh, and he's been like defending his own, like these people from mm-hmm. the hordes. Uh, Fire shows up. Uh, she is, of course, uh, changed. Right. And um, so then, uh, at the right, at the perfect time for Constantine, uh, Roy Harper dies, and then Constantine's team shows up. That is classic, John. Yep. Uh, the the Shadow Pact. It's a group of characters, uh, including John Zatanna. Uh, Red Hood, Blue Devil, Ragman. I was going to say, is that Ragman? It sure is Ragman and Deathstroke's daughter. Okay. Um, These are characters that you would have seen in Deceased Unkillables. So, hey, it doesn't Uh, seem like, what, Red Hood? He made it? That doesn't make any sense. Well, read Unkillables. It's a great series. Um, What, Ragman? He was not in that series. Neither was Blue Devil. That's because all of the DC zombies forgot about him. Yes. Just like everyone else. Just like everybody else. But Tom Taylor didn't forget. Well, he had a series recently. Recently, like being within the past five years. Yeah. Whenever (laughs) I say recently, it's plus or minus five to ten years. Exactly. Uh, so they, you know, so the Shadow Pack kicks ass, they kill zombies, uh, Swamp Thing shows up, and he's like, the garden's screwed! Constantine's like, the garden in Gotham, I keep, that's where we keep bringing refugees. Right, right. And he's like, no, the one in Australia, you need to go and fix it. And John's like, I'm not going to Australia. I wouldn't go to Australia before the zombie outbreak. Yeah, I'm not going now. Yeah, that whole place is messed up. Of course, like, you know, Swamp Thing interrupts them and they're trying to kill zombies, uh, or whatever you want to call them, the anti-lifers. Yeah. And, um... So Swamp Thing, like, creates spears from out of the ground, kills all of them, mm-hmm. proving that Swamp Thing could probably kill everyone on the planet. Uh, but he doesn't. Except uh, for Ivy. She'd right. feel it. Yeah, she would feel it. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah. So Constantine event- essentially is like, all right. So they uh, we, we visit the, the garden that Harley and Ivy are tending, mm-hmm. I guess you could call it. <laughs> uh, and they are protected by uh the tower of fate which is like floating within the garden itself okay um essentially like the 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 shadow pack decide that they are gonna go to uh to australia and deal with this other garden meanwhile uh if you may you may remember from the first issue uh superboy was stabbed with the sword that also stabbed Wonder Woman. Right. And uh, so they bring Superboy to the garden as well. Uh, Cassie, new Wonder Woman does. But if you, like... You're right, he's not changed yet. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, Black Canary uh, has, or Green Canary, has entombed the, the, the anti-lifered version of uh, Ollie Queen. Uh-huh. And she's like, I'm not leaving him. Oh. Because Victor, that, or the head that is, of yeah. Cyborg, has said there's a cure. Right. So they're they're there to kind of figure it out, right? Right. Um, Damien and uh, Jason have a, a tearful reunion, which is really cool. Um, a lot of great character moments in this book. Uh, Hawk Girl is there; she's the one carrying uh, Victor's head. Okay. Where he's like, I don't know. The anti life equation told me that the secret and the the, the cure was within me. And Green Canary is like, if there's a cure, I'm not killing Ollie. Mm. <laughs> like we could we could test it on him, Who right? Knows? 
Um, we also indicate that Cassie and Damien are sleeping together. Oh. Um, oh, oh, ooh la la in this alternate reality. Who cares? Uh, it's fun. I'm, I'm fine with it, but I'm also yeah. not like, this is canon. Like, you know, obviously it's not canon. Um, so the uh, so the Shadow Pact go. Uh, they are they arrive at the I don't know like the the garden, which is uh, surrounded by hellfire and surrounded again by like a, a a moat of blood, and of course like you know that's a lot of blood under siege. Yeah, by uh, by 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 the anti life. Okay, uh, who's running this brawls. place? Right, we don't, we don't we don't know. Oh, I think it's the bad guys. From and kill, from and kill. Oh, okay. Because uh, when uh, Zatanna, uh, you know, levitates everybody, magics them on magics in there. Them, no, uh, magics them across the moat. And oh. when they cross the, when they start to cross the moat, they get a little close and they realize it's not blood; it's Plastic Man. Plastic Man has been zombified, and so he just kills all of them. Like parts of Plastic Man blast out of his own horrible uh, anti-lifed mouth. And uh, if you think I'm not going to show it to you, you, you got another thing coming. Look at this horror show. Uh, it is just a disaster. But everyone dies. Ragman, Zatanna, Blue Devil. Uh, you know, the only one who doesn't die is, of course, Constantine. Yeah. Who plummets. Because he has to have survivor's guilt. Yes. <laughs> who plummets. And we see an indication that there are survivors at the, like, in the garden who are, who are watching. But John is falling. Uh, but not stabbed, so we know. Can, can Swamp Thing be infected? He could be infected, absolutely. Well, he's he's plant life. Is that life enough for him to be anti-lifed? I don't know. You know what I mean? Right. Like, how does that work? Because, I mean, like... It, I don't know. His body is... I would think not. Right? But, uh, yeah, it's cool. Uh, this issue felt short. It was uh, like. Well, it seems fast paced. It was very fast paced. It was good. I, no, don't get me wrong. I loved the series, uh, or I love the series. I love this issue. Um, art's great, and it continues to be cool. Uh, no complaints. Just, uh, just I was like, oh, it's over, and I guess that's a good. That's a mark of a good of a good book. Sure. Uh, so yeah. All right. Uh, what was your other book? Uh, my other book was um, Empire X Men number two. Oh yeah, that's right. You read this that. was the series that started off written by Hickman, and it's going to change creative teams up until we get to the end. Yep. When Hickman will write it again, but with be different art. Right. Um, this was written by Jerry Duggan, Ben Percy, and Leo Williams. Oh shit! That's like most of the X Men brain trust outside of Hickman. Right. Uh, with art by uh, Lucas Wernick. Okay. Art was fine. Um, it wasn't as solid as the first book, but yeah. what are you going to do? Um, don't forget the horticulture are here. Yes. So we're on, um, Genosha. Right. And we have zombie mutants that were brought back by Scarlet Witch. Yep. We have the Kawadi. Yep. We have the X-Men team, which consists of, uh, Magic, Penance, or Monet. Yep. Uh, Angel and Multiple Man. Yep. And, um, they're there as well. So we've got all these folk who are kind of arrived here the kawadi are here because they want to use it as a staging ground to attack wakanda yeah because they want to get the mound right so essentially like the horticulture are there to do their own thing they're there to get plant samples because that's what they're into yep. right um and the x-men are like what are you doing here right ladies um who invented you who this invented so you stupid. why are you here this book honestly is not written for all ages even though the cursing is bleeped out, like the fact that you have a team of four older women mm -hmm. and there's a lot of cursing in it, I think they're just like, this is for our adult readers. We know without, kids aren't picking this book. Yeah, without saying it is like, you know, 
I sure. actually don't know what it's rated. I'm, I'm sure it's not rated anything. Um, but uh, essentially, uh, the horticulture kind of flex the muscles a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, because like they all think that uh, Angel is really cute. Yes. A cute guy. He goes to touch them because basically magic is going to teleport them out of there. Yeah. Like, Get out of here. You don't need right. to hear. One of them turns around and sprays him with something, which is a pheromone. Oh, no. And so like when he looks at them again, they're all hot. Right. And he's like, I'll do anything for you. And then they realize that he's not the only man around. Now mm-hmm. they also have multiple man. Oh, no. So it doesn't matter, though, because, like, the Kawadi start attacking, and so do all the zombies, and so they're having a big old fight. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just a lot of, like, quippy dialogue, and, like, it's a little more quippy than the first issue. Okay. But I still think it works. The ladies are written in a very specific way. Right. Like, you know what I mean? They all have, like... Uh, a relationship prior to this at least yeah, the way they're written mm-hmm. no i mean like at least the way they're written it's like they've been together forever you oh, know what i, I mean see. like yes um because things are not going well um magic calls demons from like limbo to come forth and, and help mm-hmm. fight them back basically the kawadi are like we're screwed so you know what we're gonna do we're just gonna blow up our ship and take everybody out with us okay like that's, no forget it screw that, that you seems like the remo screw you and so they go to do that and instead of blowing it up, what it does is it becomes a giant seed pod. And it traps two of the horticulture and two, uh, two, I can't remember, I think it's Monet and Multiple Man mm-hmm. are trapped inside. Sure. Um, so and, they have to work together to get out. Yeah. And so, like, basically, they, they'd originally called a truce because, like, things were getting bad. Yeah. Um, Tom Cassidy attempts to, like, check in with them, but he mm-hmm. can't see because the horticulture took over the gate so right they can't, they can't look in they can't send folk to help mm. um and so like what he does though is he's able to connect with the like the dirt and the dust and the pollen that's on angel okay um and he's like look this only can last for so long and so like i still have a connection to it so he makes a little version of himself so he can see what's happening uh-huh. the ladies say that like the only way to kill this giant thing that's taking root mm-hmm. is to like fight it with another type of plant essentially <laughs> no well, because like well because magic attempts to like attack the seed pod using her like telepathy and like all mm-hmm. this other stuff and they're like it's not gonna, it's a plant sweetie right it's not gonna work we use a big bird or fire or well no what they poison. say is like it's laid down roots so you need something like in nature that that prevents that and right. they mentioned like there's like a, the black walnut tree which apparently uh, yes. its roots will keep other things from growing around it so yep. you need something like that mm-hmm. to stop it yeah um and so like they attempt to attack it with whatever they uh sh- magic forces the women to like uh, release the gate okay because like basically like krakoa attacks when Krakoa attacks, it uses up, like, psychic energy. Mm. And so, like, it's really, like, hurting... The, the island. Well, Monet. Because uh, she's the only psychic there. Oh, it's right. killing her. Right. Oh, no. And so, like, Magic's like, okay, fine. Forget it. We... No. Here's my plan. I'm in charge of this stuff. Like, I'm the war general. Yeah. So she places a call to Krakoa and it says, calling all psychics, get your butts over here. <laughs> cool. And so the call is answered and, like, the roster is here. It's, like, the Stepford Cuckoos and, like, Mr. Sinister. Yeah. Friggin' what's his name? Exodus? Yep, Exodus is there, so like they're there, and okay. so like that's who's answering the call. Okay. Also, Magic knows that she can sense that something, like something, brought these zombies back, but mm-hmm. she hasn't quite. Oh no! <laughs> well, we know who it was. <laughs> she hasn't quite we haven't nailed that. Like she knows who it is. Yet. Yeah. To be fair, there's a lot going on. Yes. Um, as a just a fun title, it's just a fun title. Right. Um, I like the horticulture. Mm-hmm. I like the first issue a little better than this. Yeah. Um, this one felt like they were trying a little hard. This is the this is there's only three issues, right? I think it's four. No. Oh. Because another team's gonna write the next one and then Hickman will be back for the fourth one. Right. Okay. Um a different team than this? Yeah. Um so 
you know. Cool. I think that's because of the timetable because issue three comes out this week. Right. Wow. Yeah. I can um, imagine the next issue they'll be like, calling all people with knife hands and swords and eh, stuff. Get on in here. Get all the claws. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's a, it is a, like, chewing the scenery kind of book. Yeah. And so, like, if you're not looking for that right now or you're not all in on Empire, this is still $5. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, do I recommend it? Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah. But I don't necessarily recommend that everyone run out and purchase it because it's like, that's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot for a tie-in book that may not mean anything to what's going on right. in X-Men. But so, if you want to spend $5 more on the trade paperback, maybe it's time to pick it up. For what? When you get the trade. Oh, well, yeah. Sure. Why not? Because it'd be 20 bucks for this, right. $25 for a trade paperback for Right. Marvel. Or you could just wait for, um, you know, to pick up floppies the omnibus or the later flop- on. Yeah, get the floppies a week later and you'll save yourself at least 50%. Or, you know, sometimes Comixology has sales. That's true. If you're doing digital. So it's up to you. Yeah. Um, I will continue to read this series. Yeah. I, I, you know, A, so we have like more to talk about on this show, but also because I like the horticulture. Right. They're silly and they're ridiculous. Yeah. And thank you for being a friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, getting into some super chats. Uh, this is a long episode today. I know. It's an hour and a half. I'm sorry, everybody. Jeez. Um, Mr. Bast says, uh, do you think Batman planned for his loss since that old detective taught him to lose? Oh, maybe. Very possible. Yeah. I, I think that they wouldn't have brought it up if it wasn't going to be paid off. Yeah. Um, so Definitely. Uh, and J. Joseph Frazier says, since DC and IDW make baller crossovers, which characters would you pair with My Little Pony, Sonic, and Ghostbusters? Um, I have a pitch for a DC IDW crossover. I'll, you know, so I'll I, hang have, on to that. Did they or did they not do Flash and Sonic? They have not done Flash and Sonic. So, duh. It just, it kind of writes itself. And My Little Pony? I, I think that the, uh, the Themescrians and the Equestrians should get together. They're from... Themyscarans. Uh Jim Lee pronounces it Themyscria. Yeah, th- yes. Which we found out watching one of his Twitch streams. That is funny though, like the idea of like you know the Amazons. Yeah, they each get a you know they each get a cute. Well, pony like coming or... to, like coming upon them and being like, we usually ride you. Right. Like, Don't ride us. Don't ride me. <laughs> <laughs> because then they can gain their trust and then ride them. It'll be cute. Oh, cutie marks. Right. Come on. <laughs> uh, Danby nine hundred also says uh, I like the. First two issues of Empire, but it's been downhill. Only two issues left and nothing going on. Why are so many big things happening in tie-ins? Uh, because most people have gotten the memo that, like, they can do whatever they want in tie-ins and the editors don't care. So, like, they probably go, oh, I'll just do whatever I want! That's And that's why you're like, oh, wow, these tie-ins are dope! And it's like, because they probably aren't being edited. Sure, yeah. <laughs> or if they are being edited, they're being edited in a kind of, like, Right, yeah. and at least with, like, the X-Men one, like, they're answering to, like, they're tying into Empire, but I think they're answering to Hickman on that yeah, one. Yeah, they're, they're answering to a higher power. Uh, and Dan R, or David R. They're new gods. They're new gods, if you will. Yeah. Uh, David <laughs> R says, thanks for getting me into Green Lantern. Also, how funny the episodes are and quotable. Thank you very much for digging our Green Lantern nice. episodes. We have done a unexpected amount of Green Lantern episodes of Back Issues. Every time I do a Green Lantern episode, I go, I'm not even the world's biggest Green Lantern fan. We have like four episodes of Green Lantern. What am I doing? You gotta heal, you gotta count a Green Flame. You even did a Green Lantern I episode. did a Green Lantern story. A Superman Green Lantern story written by Neil Gaiman. Right? Uh, so, uh, Batman 96, uh, James Tynan IV, uh, Jorge Jimenez, uh, Joker War Part 2, or 20, or whatever, because, like, Joker War's been teased and hinted at for, like, the last... Well, when did Tynan start? 
but otherwise, you know, uh, superficial review, I'll say that the writing is cool and the art is great. Uh, Jimenez only really gives himself a few standout moments. I will say that, like, there's an image of Harley that is, like, everything I don't like about Harley, but I loved it. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we see the use of that blue suit that no one cares about. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously it's, it's Alfred's vision of a bright future for Gotham. Yeah. That Alfred is so arrogant. He thinks he'll still be alive in. <laughs> it's actually a vision. Yes. The whole thing is a Joker, Scarecrow, toxin, hallucination dream that Batman has. Kind of thing. Yeah. That is a realization of, uh, of Alfred's dream, which is that like Mr. Freeze has kids and they're, you know, they're badasses who, Work with him, and so... They, when they have the lamest names, it's Ice they, Pop and Snow Cone. I hate it. It's when that worst. happened, I was like, okay, oh, this is, okay, this wait, is a something, joke. something's up here. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Something is not this. right. No, not in the state of Batman. Uh, Batman defeats them using, like, you know, his, his patented bat tech, and also with some quips and jibes. Like, it's a cute little issue that is, like, an all-ages Batman title. Like, why not? Here you go. That part. That part is, yeah. Absolutely. The rest that of it is part not. Is, well, that part up until uh, we see Alfred. <laughs> and then it is not for children. Yeah, no, because Alfred's head is like well. Separated well, Alfred's standing from, there, and then it's just it just it his just neck snaps, snaps and which you're is like, how Bane kills him in the, a horrible Tom King run, right? Uh, but like the fact is that Batman has that imagery. Yeah, so that's what his nightmares are like. It goes from this dream, this idealistic dream, yep, into this like into a nightmare. nightmare. Classic Batman. <laughs> uh, also, Batman like has control over all of the infrastructure of Gotham, which is also another dream of Batman's, which means he's a totalitarian warlord. Uh, but anyway, um, so Batman and, and the, the whole issue is essentially like a fever dream for Batman where mm -hmm. he's uh, he was rescued by Harley, who was uh, she who, found him post explosion. Yeah, her throat was slit. His, but uh, she sewed himself herself back together, giving her a like I'm, I'm expecting it to be a new character trait for Harley because she, she met. She, I, she points it out. Yeah. She talks about how Frankensteinian it I is. I already saw articles saying like, you know, Harley uh, cosplayers are going to have a new like accessory or whatever. For, I'm like, just relax. <laughs> Slow like, your roll. You know what? Comic book writers and artists, you don't have to make stuff deliberately for cosplay. They could fix it. Yeah. Well, well I mean, will. like, that was just what the article, oh, I know. like... Well, the outfit that Harley wears is straight up, like, here is your new New York Comic Con 2021 edition uh, of, of your Harley costume. Right, right. Um, but I, I, but, uh, like, that being said, it's, it's, it's him and his. I loved how it was portrayed. I don't know why. You know, it's, it's... She has a really, like, badass look on her face. She has a face. badass look. It's, and it's, like, kind of sexy, but, like... You know, it shouldn't be because she's insane and her throat's cut and like, but you know, there's a lot it, of there's also there's a level of exhaustion. That's true. Like, it, but there. It's, it's interesting. It's just yeah, because that the look on her face is just like I had to carry your dumbass body to our safe house. Like yeah. I have been nursing your your wounds. Like I am done. Right. Also, and, my throat was cut. Like there's a lot going on. Yeah, and, and like, I love it. I don't know why. No like, idea what's happening out there right now, Batman. Yeah, it's Batman, real bad. And Batman is an ungrateful dick the entire time. His entire interaction with her is him pushing or punching her. Well, yeah, but he's also like, where's Catwoman? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. trying to get his bearing, but he's also still under the thrall of the toxin. Absolutely. Which is cool, because we get to see a little bit of that, like, you know, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Quinn. Dr. Quinn, yeah. Well, she says, like, you know, well, I'm more, pharmacology isn't really my strong suit. I'm more of a talking kind of Yeah, uh, I'm a talking therapist. But, yeah. like, she's at, like, she checks his eyes. She's like, it's still in you. And, yeah. like, you know, Joker brought up, like, Ace Chemical. So I have a feeling that it's going to be spread. Right. Like... And yeah. if this is what it does to Batman... Yes. Then it's it's going to be real bad. Yeah. Uh, also, he... Joker, that is... 
Jokerized a lot of Batmobiles and Bat tech and loosed them across Gotham, so Gotham's being torn apart. Yeah, like basically all the gangs that were there be, like joined up because like they were getting paid and yep. like they're getting all the toys and like you don't go against Joker. Yep. But then we get like a straight up like Dark Knight Returns sort of moment. Yes. In this. Yeah, we have a new character that I'm sure we'll have. Like I don't even think they have a name in this book. No, he just showed. He's just a. It's just a kid. It's a kid. I think it's a character. You think it's a kid? I, I assume he's very distinct. Yeah, it's very distinct. I'm thinking it's, but it's essentially a a, a, re, a retread of the son of Batman, sons yeah. of Batman. Yeah. Right? It's this. It's this kid who has found a batarang, embedded it into a baseball bat. Yep. And is just killing clowns yeah. across Gotham with it. But like, and like, it's such a cliche interaction they have, and I still loved it. Where like right. the woman's like, "Hey, like, son, are are you?" Because like he saves a woman and like these two children yes. from being like killed by In the, an alley. The, yeah, yeah, by this Joker gang, and like she goes like, "Son, are you okay?" And he's like, "No, ma'am." I am not even a little bit okay. Yeah. But like, yeah, I'm going to go out and kill a couple more of these guys and see how I feel. Exactly. And I was like, damn. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Like, uh, again, so we've seen that before, but it, it just hit at the right time where yep. I, I didn't mind it. Yeah. Uh, Joker, we see the fate of the theater runner uh, who essentially makes a commercial selling the Mark of Zorro. Mm -hmm. uh, Batman gets that message and he's like, oh, geez, Zorro. And he's getting his vision of the, of the origin. And I was like, no. We've mm -hmm. seen your parents die enough times. No. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't say but that. But like, that said, that panel is, is spectacular great. because like Batman is shown like having like the flashback, but like the panel is like. Leads into the flashback. Yeah. He becomes the flashback. It's really cool. Yep. It's really well done. Yep. So Batman returns to the Monarch Theater. But like he does that, but he also sees the same neck snapping. Yes. That, like, his parents It's get... like, like Alfred is like. His Alfred's death is bleeding death. into his parents' death, thus kind of solidifying the Batman, or Alfred as his parent. Yes. So, uh, so Batman bails on, on Harley, and she's like, no, you have to fix this. Like, you've got to be Batman. Mm -hmm. Like, you, you don't, you can't go. You got to heal yourself. And so he leaves, and, uh, he, he's, he actually proves to himself that he's Batman real quick yeah. by, by saving some people. <laughs> there is a dynamic panel in here that is also just like the, the colorist, is also doing the Lord's work. So, like, <laughs> you know, shout out to them as well. Uh, it's just a good looking book. It is. Overall, Jimenez is up top of his game. He's just, just, just trying out. He's pulling out all the stuff. Yeah. 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 Batman also recognizes that like, he's hearing Alfred and he's like, that's a hallucination. And I have to deal with it. Oh, this. he says like, he's like, Alfred, you're not real. You're dead. And Alfred's like, Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, sir. Like, you yeah. know? Yeah. But like, and I, but I like Batman's acknowledgement. Like, okay, I'm going to have to deal with this, but not right now. Yeah. Actually, I could use you. <laughs> I need you to like, calm my nerves, man. Yeah. But he's also like telling him things that like either Batman would know or would, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's interesting. Yes. Uh, so Batman enters the Monarch and it's, it's brand new. It's actually not brand new. He's like, oh, it's brand new. No, wait, it's not a restoration. Mm -hmm. It is recreating exactly as it was when Batman, when young Bruce Wayne was at the theater. Yeah. So he goes into the the theater, and of course we know what's in there. It's a bunch of corpses, and they're right. all Jokerified. But he smells like, them. Before he smells he gets them. He's there. like, ah, oh, Jesus. So he gets there. Joker's on the screen. He's like, hey, we're gonna fight, but not right now. You see, I f I filled the theater with the dead, but these it took a long time, but not as much time as you think, because of course I work. You know, I, I pay these people now. Yes. Uh, but like, it took a long time to dig up everyone I've killed. But, but well, that you didn't save. Yeah, that like you didn't so it's your save. fault. Which I was like, you know. It was bad enough that it was the theater. That it was these dead people. And, and, it was fear, yeah. and it was the whole thing. That was just the icing on the cake. It wasn't just citizens of Gotham that no. he had killed. No. No. It's, it couldn't just be that. No. It's the dead that 
Batman was like failed to save throughout his career. And some of them are recently dead. Some of them are long dead. But yeah. he uses the designer's like tech tech to reanimate their corpses and send them to attack. And of course, they're going to add to their numbers by killing more people. Yeah. Gotham. So it, it, like this that... is obviously the designer plan, like that he pitched a designer that was like, no. Yeah, that is not okay. This is his plan. That is a bad plan. Uh, that was the first moment that I had where I was like, oh my God, that's the des- that, was the pi- that was the pitch <laughs> to the designer that he had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's clever. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it's a cool issue. Again, this one read very fast for me, uh, but like you shouldn't read it too fast because the art is totally worth looking at. It did go very quickly, but it, it's, it's just the pacing. It's yeah. just excellent pacing. Pacing's excellent. Yeah, Tynan really, really nails it, man. I gotta tell you. Um, in the Super Chats, Supermax says, He-Man, let my little pony into the crossover. Mm. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really see a lot of He-Man. I mean, I saw, I read like no, the first He-Man, issue. Well, He-Man is uh, sw- uh, crossed over with uh, Injustice League. Oh, I yeah, think. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and so... he had that multiverse book. Yeah. No, I'm just saying I don't see a lot of He-Man. There right, be. right, right, right. Uh, ben Wilson. It, yeah, it's an hour and a half. Sorry, everybody. Speaking like my dollar. Speaking with my dollar to show that I like the long shows. Oh, I appreciate thank that, you. man. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Radical Radish, fingers crossed for a Green Lantern, Green Arrow on back issues. One day, man, I promise. I've, yes. I've, I, I have it on the shelf. I keep thinking about it, and I don't do it. Mm. Uh, Algie Try says, Fast Money Zoom. And thank you very much, man. And he very also nice. has an emote of money and a duck. So, or a mallard. I don't know. But thank you very much, Algie Try. I really appreciate it, man. Nice. Uh, Delapo Fiemi says, Love y'all. I'm here late. Why do you think that Kate Pride is dead? Because the new funeral issue comes out today. Interesting. Um, well, I... I don't know if it can come out today because today's Monday, but uh, it comes out this week, I guess. Uh, I don't know why she, I, I don't know what the mystery is. And I'm honestly not really thinking about it. I, it came to me the other day. I saw like some article that was like talking about great X-Men and they were like the red queen. I'm like, yeah, she had a really fun run of like three issues where before she died. Well, but like, that'll be an, well, it, it does, it does create out. more mystery around Absolutely. her since like they could bring her back, but can they? Right. Well, they can't, they've tried. Oh, uh, but I'm excited to see what that means. Right, right, right. Uh, the Amazing Amazo, I believe the boy in Batman is Clown Hunter. Yeah, I saw a bunch of comments in there, and I was like, the Super Chat is coming. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> I will say, uh, based on that, uh, that's too bad. Because that's a dumb name. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Delapo Fiammi also says, the kid you're talking about from Batman is called Clown Hunter. There is Tiffany tatted as fuck, or are my eyes just all goofy? Also, how big you think Franklin Richards oh, is for the new this, X-Men? This is, I'm sorry, this is, no, no, no. This is a, uh, it's like a... It's like a lacy kind of thing yeah. here. There's no... It's a garment. I, ha- I actually have zero tattoos. Yeah. Zero a- tattoos. Same. I have scars. <laughs> um, Do you want to know how I got them? <laughs> nobody does. Oh. Uh, but thank you. But I thought about it. Yeah. I have thought often about getting a tattoo. I know which one And it's still about. the same one, so that literally means that I do want it. Right. Because I've had that same thought for oh, almost a decade. Yeah. Definitely a decade. But I still won't do it. Yeah. And that's what they say. You have to wait X amount of years, and if you still want it, you should get it. Right. I'm just, I don't know. I know. I just can't. No. That's forever. You need like a, well, you need to have like a recommended like art. It's not even that, it's not in depth. No. Like, I don't. Yeah. Uh, Unless how... I went to them and they were like, no, no, no don't do that. We'll, right. Like, I'll research it and find, yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, how big do you mm-hmm. think Franklin Richards is for the new X-Men when it when all said and done? I don't know. Uh, I, I assume that Franklin Richards is a key component, but again, I don't think... I think he'll be more like Molecule Man played a role in Secret Wars where he was like more like a plot device than he was a character. Uh, so that's what I expect. Mm. And uh, Duckade says, some last-minute cheddar and also big ups for Tiffany 
picking up one of the Parker clones for her Avengers team. My boys need some love. Thank you. What's, what, what is he talking about? <laughs> Watch the last episode, well, two episodes ago of Elseworlds Exchange where Joel and I built the Avengers teams. Yeah. Well, I, um, I got to tell you, like, it's just, like, I was trying to not just pick guys who hadn't been on there, yeah. but at the same time, like, my introduction to Avengers was actually via the new Avengers. And so, like, that's what my team is in my head. And I'm like, you need a spider character on yeah. there. I'm like... Yeah. Who hasn't seen any love? Right. The clones. Why not? Because they're the clones. You know what I mean? Some people dig them, but a lot of people are like, no, thanks. Right. I'm myself included. (laughs) Uh, So the last one we got is Dark Knight's Death Metal Legends of the Dark Knights, which is an anthology book that came out uh, just this past week, um, which is written by many people. It essentially gives you like two page origins of the new Dark Knights. Yeah, these are all shorter than I was expecting. Right. Some of them were shorter than they had any right to be. And I'll be honest, I'm going to shake lead on this because I really glanced at this. Okay. So like, it's all you. Okay. Oh, I thought you said no. I said you're. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna let you take. Oh, it's it's all. Uh, So we get a couple of origins. For one, we find out the origin of uh, Doctor Batman Hatton. Yeah. uh, A name that I prefer uh, to call him, uh, Doctor Manbatten. Yeah. Uh, But I've also heard Doctor Bat-Hatton, Doctor Batman-Hatton, and of course Doctor Manbatten. Any of the names works because it's totally stupid and a morally and a morally bankrupt concept. Uh, that being said, uh, what's his origin? Well, uh, it turns out that, like, you know, he, he, you know, Bruce Wayne, he gets, like, a page of, of origin. But the idea is, like, hey, hey, how does the, because if you read the last issue of uh, Dark Knight's Metal, uh, Dark Knight's Death Metal, uh, the Batman who laughs becomes the Darkest Knight mm-hmm. uh, by way of Batmanhattan. By the way, if you become the Darkest Knight, you've actually just signaled that you're over because... It's always darkest before the dawn. That's right. So that, that was your death knell right there. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, essentially the first chapter is the origins thereof. And it's basically just Batman who laughs explaining uh, kind of a recap. It's actually a really helpful recap. It kind of like really summarizes death metal or Dark Knight's metal and the Just League run. Which is uh, interesting because I'm like, are there people out there who would just pick this up yeah. and not be reading metal? It's an event. Yeah, but it could absolutely. be. Like, yeah. there could be people who are not picking up metal and just grab this, this. I guess. I can and see that. So it was like, here, here, contextualize what's happening. Yeah, what? right. Uh, so essentially... I guess uh, if you're just a Batman fan. Right. If you just like Batman, maybe yeah. you'll like this. But uh, yeah, the idea here is that um, Bruce creates the Osterman experiment uh, and then he get, he becomes the Batman Hatton. But right before he is able to have the cog- the cosmic awareness that uh, Osterman slash Dr. Manhattan has, uh, the Batman who laughs was watching the whole time and used a like special scalpel to cut out his brain immediately. He lobotomizes it. Yes. Now, let's just... Uh, this one I did kind of read a little mm-hmm. more in-depthly. Um, this also, like, weirdly may or may not make a nod to Doomsday Clock. Absolutely. Because it's like, in this, Bruce Wayne creates the experiment... But it's the Batman who laughs who shuts the door on him. Yes. Like, he makes it happen, yeah. much like Dr. Manhattan moved the lantern. Yes. That's true. Oh, like, that's really that's really interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah, he manipulates the events externally. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, no, Batman is smart enough to not let the door close behind him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, uh, essentially, uh, the Batman who laughs, his, his plan, now that he is the Darkest Knight, or while he was transitioning into the Dr. Bat Manhattan... Um, By the way, it is really weird to not see John's, like, facial shape yes. in this. Well, and also, and like... hair. The experiment <laughs> burns the hair off of Osterman's body 
So he really shouldn't have hair at all, <laughs> but otherwise it would just look like Dr. Manhattan. It'd be too confusing. Uh, but essentially he shares like his thoughts about like his plan. And his plan is to, is to betray Perpetua and like remake the, go- the cosmos. Okay, right. fine. And he gets cosmic awareness. So he sees like even more yeah. Batman, even more evil Batman. Yeah, we see like a Mr. Freeze and a yep, Bane. A, a Ra's al Ghul Batman, yeah. a Court of Owls Batman. Uh, yeah, Bane Man. Yeah. Um, or Bat Bane. One that almost looks like Brainiac, or or oh yeah, no, that's like a Lex Luthor Batman. Yeah, I couldn't tell which way they were going. Yeah, with I think that. it's Batman in a Lex Luthor power suit. Yeah, um, but basically, uh, his his whole plan, and it was actually I thought it was expertly written. It's written by Scott Snyder, uh, where it describes how he's like Batman is a reactionary character. The he he reacts to external forces. All the Batman do. Mm-hmm. Every Batman had to start out being Batman, but also had to be influenced to become something other than Batman. Sure. And so the only way, you know, it's, it's kind of like the nihilist from the like crisis on two earths movie, but like, essentially he's like, I'm, I, I need to become the force that makes the reaction. So I will become the Joe chill bullet of the multiverse right. and reshape it in my image as the darkest night. Sure. So that's what he is. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, and his, you know, when, when the Alfreds all say, say something, he says bang, which I really loved. He doesn't say that in the actual issue, but like, you know, time, whatever. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we also got the origin for the Robin King. Essentially, it, the Robin King is a Bruce Wayne. It is, which I was like, oh. Yeah, what if Bruce Wayne were complete? But I was like, are all? The Robins, Bruce's? Mm, I hope not. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is the the Robin King is, Bruce Wayne is a psychopath, and uh, Alfred is afraid of him, and so. With, ju- with justification. With justification. Because, like, he changes the entire origin. Like, his parents die in the alley. But, but it's because his- Batman, or Bruce Wayne, kills them. Um, they are mugged, but Bruce takes the gun and he, ki- he, he takes the knife and he kills the guy. He takes his knife. He kills the gu- he t- kills Joe Chill. He takes the gun. Yeah. He kills the Waynes. Uh, and there's a couple of fun like Easter eggs in there. Gordon's there. Uh, Alfred was parked out front. Like, why wouldn't Alfred be there? That's a great little like that was a cool smart thing to do. Right. Um, Gordon shows up. He's like, we have the autopsy on the Waynes. We know what happened. Then uh, Bruce Wayne kills Gordon and he battles Alfred and kills Alfred. Uh, of course, this. This Bruce uh, puts on a, you know, the Robin King costume, mm-hmm. uh, which I, does this, when does this take place? Does he become the Robin King when he talks to the, like, what is this? I, I, it doesn't make any sense. But he sits in his father's study. We got, we got a couple of parallels. It's just like. It, I'm it, guessing the Robin King is probably a, a reference to something else. Oh, which no, it's from, it's from Death Metal. No, no, no. I mean, like, outside of that. Oh, like, like what a Robin reality. King is? Yeah, you, just, I, you just keep talking. I have no up. idea. But, I, but, like... You know who knows? Google. Yeah, Google and Scott. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, we see the Robin King. Uh, his origin, you know, at this point, like, we've seen such darkness and such dark, like, origins for Batman. This is no different. This is no... This is nothing really, like, out of the ordinary. Uh, I really, really liked Scott describing the attitude of the Robin King and his, like, kind of tone... I thought that was really cool. I don't know if we're going to see it carried over in the stories, but like this is his origin. So if you want to know more about where he came from, there it is. It's written by Peter J. Tomasi, Mm. which is the thing that surprised me the most. Yeah. Um, I also should say that it was drawn uh, by Riley Rossimo, who I believe drew the Batman Who Laughs origin when the first metal event took place. Okay, I got nothing. So cool idea. I, uh, I was hoping it was some sort of like you know like Irish like right lore like, what thing. is the Robin King? Well, because like you know like he's mentioned the spring. And, yeah, like, spring. I, I, we were talking about that how like Robin's like you know a Robin flying upwards means that spring is coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? like, so what is a, a Robin King? Yeah. Like, yeah. I was nothing. like, oh, that must be a thing. No, it just means he's in charge. Okay. Uh, 
We get the origin of uh, the B-Rex or the Batmanosaurus Rex. Yeah, this seems like they were just like, you gotta put it in. No. Here you go. Snyder came up with the idea of the B-Rex. Yeah. He called Warren Ellis. Warren Ellis like, he, he goes, you can write one of three origins. Uh-huh. Warren Ellis like, I want the Batman T-Rex. Warren Ellis gets embroiled in some Me Too shenanigans. So now he's been out. Right. They asked Marguerite Bennett to write the story. Is that literally what happened? Yes. Oh. Yeah, Warren Ellis wrote this. Then they had to cut it, ask Marguerite Bennett to write it, and replaced it with this. Okay. So it's just, so, a, it's a completely different... Right, but also probably didn't have as much time. No. And like, it's fine. I mean, like, it's a T-Rex. They, they yeah, acknowledged what is it? him. Batman gets crushed in the cave. He uploads his conscience to the ro- to the robot dinosaur. It causes him to go insane. And he goes to Arkham and kills his greatest nemesis. He just, like, in, in a Jurassic Park fashion, just makes his way through. Yep, through Arkham and kills everybody. I wish they had a banner that said... Yeah, like, welcome to Arkham, or like Arkham. Yeah, falling down behind Missed him. opportunities. <laughs> but like, that would have been, like, so unnecessary and, like, fan service yep. in a way. But, like, I would have, like, why would you even have that there? I, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's also a story in that actually carries over from the, like, Batman 666 issue. Where Damien's in charge, but Gotham's burning. Yeah. Uh, so it carries over where Damien goes, Batman's still, Bruce Wayne's still alive. And he's like, I failed. And Bruce is like, that's okay. I've got this book of the dead. And he does a ritual and kills Damien and then imbues himself into the city. And Gotham itself is Batman. Right. Like Batman becomes Gotham. Uh, it's drawn by Fracavella, So it's awesome looking. It does look dope. Uh, that's it. Like, yeah, that's, that's it. all that that was all about. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's written by Frank Thierry, by the way. Uh, the next story is... Daniel Warren Johnson does a Road Warrior story. It's called Road Warrior. Yeah, it's literally uh, called that. Batman, uh, the world's running out of gas. Batman uploads in his consciousness into machines. Yeah, and like controls the 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 world, like you know, the the world of the wastelands. It gives people like creature comforts. Humanity eventually like roils back against Batman, mm-hmm. and so they destroy all the they smash all the machines and kill like the the mortal Batman. And so there's only one piece left of him, and it's in a monster truck. The thing I really liked, the thing that's not only Daniel Warren Johnson's art, but I like the fact that the monster truck that they use looks a lot like the monster truck from Batman the Cult, which is like a deep dive and a great homage to Bernie Wrightson's design for this crazy-ass Batmobile that they never use in anything. Right. It's not quite the same thing, but it's still pretty dope. Uh, that story I had no problem with. I was like, ah, whatever. Yeah. Also, Warren when I found Johnson it, is really good, and he wrote and drew it, so it's awesome. Yeah. They also had Garth Ennis write a like dumb story that apparently that was a Snyder pitch. He was like, what if Batman died but had a contingency plan to like write? Like he had a Phoenix Protocol, like Rick Sanchez, <laughs> and when he returns, he's a he's an infant. Yeah. That's the joke. Yeah. It Fart. Is, and then he cries. That's his greatest weapon. His greatest weapon is his his ability to cry. And so he's just an infant lying on the floor of the Batcave, presumably, and will be left to die. Because who's there? Well, Alfred might be there. I feel like if Batman's dead, Alfred might not be around. That being said, you know, they ask, but this may be the first Garth Ennis Batman story. So, you know, Garth Ennis has written for Batman before in his Hitman book. But uh, I don't know. But it's, it's dumb as hell. Also, I believe, uh, who drew it? Joel Jones? Or Yoel Jones? I don't remember how to pronounce their name, but, like, wasted opportunity. Uh, it's a joke. We're supposed to have fun with this. Ha ha ha. 
That said, the babies run really competently because yeah. like babies are hard to draw. Babies are hard to draw, and they draw a real baby. And ba- like babies is hard. Yeah. How was Babby form? How was Babby form? <laughs> uh, great question. Uh, for another time. But yeah, uh, silly, fun, you know, harmless. No, no genuine complaints. Right, but not necessary reading for. Not at all. Okay. It's only it only gives you the 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 you know the context for a bunch of Batman that like don't really have much role to play. Uh, I should say that like uh, the Batmage is on the cover, and he does not get an origin in this book. So I'm kind of like confused. Unless like the Batmage is what Bruce Wayne like. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe he. Maybe it's not the city. He maybe he doesn't become the city. Maybe that is the Batmage's origin. Right. No, but he definitely becomes the city though. He's wearing Damien's outfits. Maybe Damien becomes the Batmage. Um, I, I I I. Whatever. Uh, but there are some super chats to get to. So Radical sure. Raj says, "I'm just glad Robin King isn't another evil Damien." Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Su- I was surprised. Here's the thing: I was surprised it was Bruce. I was like, "Wow!" I didn't think it was Damien. I thought it, I actually thought it was like um, Dick Grayson, right? Like, like it was know, some of the or, I guess I, I thought it was all like Jason Todd's. Right, that'd be cool. I'd be okay with because the crow thing. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, they're all Jason Todd," right? Because it's that's sick. Yeah, mm-hmm. I uh, I expected it when I when I heard Snyder talk about how it's not the Robins like years ago. Uh, he, I assumed it was just random kids. So I'm happy it's not just random kids. Yeah. Um, but Denial says, am I crazy or was this pushed as a Wonder Woman-led event? Did I just make that up? No, you did not. No. And it was definitely pushed as that. And here's the thing. The book's called Dark Knights, but this is also a Legends of the Dark Knight book. This is the Batman. Right. Stuff. And that's probably why it exists, because if they are trying to push it as a Wonder Woman-led like, event, even though it is all about Batman and... Yep. You're not going to get... Like, but you wouldn't get the deep dive that you would get here, and so like this is if you'd like to read it, but it's not necessary. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and Delapo Delapo Fayemi says, "Do you think that they're going to re- revert the X Men when Hickman's run is over? I feel like it'd be a real step back if they do, but I know people like the OG formula because old fans don't love change. I think it'll depend on how Hickman ends it because." Don't forget about the whole Moira thing and like the the inevitability of fate in a way for the X-Men. Yes. So we don't know how this is going to end. So they may not have to revert anything. Right. It, like, it, it'll re- I mean, reversion will take place. It's just a question of like... Who's in charge of it? Yeah. I think Moira will die at the end. And then, em- save and then Empire won't matter. Right. Which, of course, it doesn't. <laughs> speaking of which let's get into our recommendations for books that are coming out this week we think you should pick up alright what do you got uh, Empire number 5 comes out you can skip are it you... but like I'll read it and I'll I don't even call this section it's the recommendations don't buy this one don't well I'm, I'm, it's like here's the thing it doesn't need your help so you're okay and you can wait wait to buy it and save your money Amazing Spider-Man 46 is coming out uh, I'm buying this out of habit at this point um, but uh, who's that yelling back there uh, I, I, I couldn't tell you. I haven't looked at the cover yet. Oh, that's fine. Um, I have well, no idea. There's a lot of people yelling. <laughs> but it's, a uh, it, you know, the, the last issue with Bagley's art, I really enjoyed. The thing is with Spencer, like it, it, he's doing a good job, but also is it like worth it? I don't know, but I'm still buying it. Uh, the Immortal Hulk comes out. I'm just reminding you that book still exists and it's still excellent. There you go. Uh, and of course... 
Dark Knight's Death Metal number three comes yeah, out. Yeah, so both events are coming out this week. Yes, um, and, and this is the one everyone's buying, whereas Empire is a book that everyone's hearing about. Yeah, um, along with Empire, Empire X-Men number three is coming out, um, which is interesting because they're going to get a little ahead of like the Avengers one, I think, which only has two yeah, right now. Right. Um, so I wonder if like something happens in there is important to either be revealed or not, like or is going to be revealed in this like next one. I yeah. don't know. Um, and also a book that I'm really excited about. Something is killing the children. Number nine is Yay. coming out. Um, so, you know, I love that book. It's just a great series. So Keep it good. up. It's so good. <laughs> I think a lot of folk are going to have a good time with that in trade as well. Yes. Cause I think a lot of people will end up picking it up later on. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't let this series die by trade waiting. It's right. just so good. Independent comics. You should not trade wait on. No, no, you really shouldn't. So I, I do understand, though, for a lot of folk, like it, it, it's a, it's a commitment. It's a commitment to an independent company that obviously nothing's connected, like intercompany wise. Yep. Um, but a lot of times, what they'll do is like a couple of issues in the first or second issue tends to be um less if you buy digitally, and so you get an opportunity to try it out yeah. before, like you know, it gets canceled. <laughs> right. Try before you buy. In that <laughs> sense. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. You should always, if you're going to take a risk, risk it on an independent comic. Yeah. Also, like, a lot of first volumes from indie companies tend to be less. Like, a lot, Image used to be about 10 bucks. I've been seeing 15 more lately. Well, because Image is flooding the market. And so they need to recoup some of their loss. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, But, you know, if you are going to pick up that first trade, if it does make it past that, like, it tends to be a good bargain as well. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah, so that's it. We want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. We're very lucky to have all of you, and we want to thank you all for, like, you know, supporting us and being cool. If we want to remind you, of course, if you want to help us out, if you want to keep this channel alive, you need to like this video, subscribe to our channel, and hit the bell for notifications. You don't need to do those things, but it does help us out if you want to support us in any way you can. If you want to support us even more in depth, you can always go to Patreon at patreon.com slash comicpop. It does help us out over there. Uh, and we have early access to videos and weekly updates about what's coming out. Um, that's kind of it. Yeah. Uh, if you want more, and let me tell you, there's always more here on Comic Pop. You can always follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash comic pop and follow Tiffany and watch her play video games Tuesdays and Sundays. Yeah. Uh, what game were you playing this past week? This past weekend, we um, went and played the event- Marvel's Avengers beta. Yes. Um, which will be reopened for folk, but like there was like a... An early access PlayStation 4 exclusive. Well, it was also like if you pre-ordered, which right. I did because we're going to play... I don't support pre-orders for video games. I don't. I'm yeah. sorry, but like we were going to play it no matter what. So I was like, I might as well enjoy the weekend. Um, so we all got to like experience that together, especially because you and I were so like, eh, eh. about the game. I'm still kind of, eh, but it is a beta. Yeah. It's a beta for the I, game. I enjoyed playing it when it was like it, at the fun parts, but I enjoyed watching you play it more, but it wasn't the kind of game where I was like, oh, this is like Bloodborne. Like, it's not a game where I'm like, oh, this is going to be the antithesis of the kind of experience I want to have. Yeah, no. And like, but I'll be honest with you, putting on superhero costumes made the game more enjoyable. Right. Because, and, and maybe they, maybe that was all like a brilliant strategy where they were like, make the, make the characters look super lame. Yeah. Like as the template. So you want to they update They all it. look super lame, but like. Captain America does. Well, but I mean like, you question. get Kamala Khan and like, she's just wearing like her, her like, civilian, like, yeah, it's just her, her clothes. Yes. So like, you know, because it was the beta and I didn't care about the in-game currency and how often you get it. Like I bought her like Ms. Marvel costume. Yeah. And I was like, yay, I'm like a superhero game. Look yeah. colorful, look like costumes running around. <laughs> um, but tomorrow I'll be like uh, being a samurai and petting foxes. Oh. If I can remember how to play the game. What game is that called again? It's Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, cool. Yes. Because you were in love with that game. I am. And it's been like a week since, since you played, I played it. it. And I remember you were like, do I want to add another day to play this game? I did. And then we lost power. 
Yeah. So. Yeah, and we consistently keep losing power. Well, yeah, it's like on and off. Yeah. By the way, if you would like to check us out, of course, you can catch... If you like the live experience, you can always follow us here. Uh, subscribe to the channel, get updates about when we go live, because tomorrow on Tuesday, we're going to have Jason Inman uh, to, nice. joining me. Uh, we're going to talk about some of our favorite comics, some books that make you feel good. Oh. The books you grab when you're, when you're looking to, to, to feel good. Uh, so not like not Jinji Ito. Not the kind of Jinji Ito stuff, and not the kind of thing you you know. You'll, I'm sure you'll see some surprises. I feel good sometimes. I know you do. Well, I, you don't, like I, to, don't, I don't live there. Right. It's it's it makes actually, me feel good about me. I'm right. Like, I'm not in that. Situation. And living in reality. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That helps. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We're very lucky to have you. Thanks. Thanks for indulging us in this try. Or we did this. We did thing. this. I think I think we'll like nail it next time. Yeah. How'd you like it? I liked it. I actually felt more conversational, which I think is why it took so long. Yes. Like, I, I was like, oh, no, we're just talking. Right. But it is working, I yeah, think. Yeah, it is. And but the, that's, the but... microphone is the reason I did it, because it allows you to do two, like... There you go. And I didn't want to have two microphones, because I think it's more complicated than actually setting up two freaking cameras. I guess. Anyway. Yeah. But uh, thank uh, you all Hopefully so you guys liked it, too. Right. That's what? the thing. The real question is, what did you think? Yeah. So let us know in the comments down below if you're catching this <laughs> after the fact, or if you're catching it live and you're going to wait for it to be to be repopulated. Mm. So either way, let us know how you like this format, or if you have any suggestions of your own, because there's so much more here on Comic Pop that we can try or do or have done that we'd like to give to you. So thanks all for hanging out with us, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye.